0: Boy podcast, the show dedicated to the half demon hero, hosted by me, Mark David Christensen, and
1: me, Kate Thompson.
0: And we have two very special guests. We got Hector Navarro from DC Daily. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Yeah. And we got Connie Shin from the Indie Darlings podcast.
2: Woo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get pumped. <laughs>
0: uh, we are very pumped. The reason we got these two wonderful guests is because we're going to tackle the Hellboy movie from 2004, directed by Guillermo del Toro and starring Ron Perlman, mm-hmm. Hector, and Connie. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys are big movie fans. We'll start with Hector and then I go like to movies. Connie.
3: I
4: like movies. So, t- <laughs> you do? Yeah, I like them. Okay.
0: <laughs> what I want to know, though, first off the bat, uh, just for our listeners to get to know you, tell us a little bit of like what your history with comics and comic book movies to start oh. off. Like, okay. How'd you get into those? What's your, do you love? Do you hate? What's up? Connie, do you want to go first?
2: I think he started with you, so I think okay. maybe. <laughs> okay, give you, give you a second. To, I, want, I just wanted a second to collect Ladies my thoughts. first, but I'll never first. mind.
4: I'll go first. Um, uh, I have loved comic books and uh, superheroes since I was five. My intro was cartoons at the time. I know everybody will cite Batman, the animated series. I also really like the Spider-Man cartoon from the 90s. It was on That's at great. the same time. It was great, and that was just a gateway drug because every episode of Spider-Man, he would team up with another random Marvel I'd be like, oh, he knows Blade? Oh, he knows you know, Daredevil and stuff? So when the Blade movie came out, yeah. convinced my dad, hey, I want to go see this just because he's a guy who knew my favorite character. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I was already yeah. thinking Cinematic Universe a decade before... Hollywood would ever consider it.
1: Those seeds had been planted. Yes, yeah. in my brain. So,
4: And and as a kid, growing up in the in the 90s, uh, I was born in 87. Growing up in the 90s, I was reading comics, but I didn't really get into them until, until you kind of get to the age where you can get into them, which is like middle school, high school. I was going to the library. Then the internet became what it basically is today, which is I'm doing research. I'm figuring out, oh, oh, these characters are from this year. And and then from there, you learn about Hellboy. You learn about the indie characters. You learn about mm-hmm. Spawn. You learn about the the ones that don't have as much recognition as the ones owned by big corporations but are still, like, cool. Yeah. And for me, it comes back to 2004. I'm already into X-Men, Spider-Man, Hulk, Daredevil, the movies that are coming out. I'm into Superman, Batman, the Justice League, the cartoons that are crushing it. I want to see movies of those characters. And when Hellboy was coming, I had already seen Blade Two. Mm-hmm. Because it's Blade, mm-hmm. and then my intro to to Guillermo del Toro was I think it may have been Hellboy, because I may have heard about him before that, but I know I did it. I know I learned more about him after seeing Hellboy, and then I was like, oh man, El Espinazo del Diablo, the Devil's Backbone, is awesome. And then after ah, the yes. first Hellboy was Pan's Labyrinth, and that to me was like the okay, this dude has arrived. This guy's amazing, and then I became a big fan of his work, which made me like Hellboy more even uh, retroactively. But when the first Hellboy movie came out, I, I dabbled in some Hellboy comics, uh, specifically Seat of Destruction, the stuff that like the movie was based off of, kind of. But even then, I was like, this is still kind of confusing to me. Where to start with Hellboy? When, when does it start with the publication history versus when does his like, story actually start? Oh, then you learn he's brought to our world in 1944, and then he's had stories since then throughout these decades. So I had always had a Hellboy and almost like a back burner. And it really wasn't until you guys asked if I wanted to come and be on the podcast, refresh, watch the movie, that I was like, good, I need the excuse. And then they started putting out Hellboy chronologically in these gorgeous paperback omnibus editions. It looks
1: really good. And
4: this one here is uh, the complete short stories. So Mark Dave asked me to read it because it has the corpse in it. But this is also like... The first story in this is Pancakes, which is 1945 or 1944 when Hellboy's like, no, 1946 when he's two years old. Yeah. And then it has Hellboy in Mexico, which is like 1956. And all this stuff that I'm like, I'm reading it in in Hellboy's order, yeah. like the order of his life, and it is awesome. So yeah. if really for the first time in the past week, I'm like, I've finally taken the dive into Hell like, yeah. I'm going to do the Hellboy comics deep dive and keep going <laughs> and I'm going to get the rest of these and it's going to be awesome.
1: Oh, my wow. God. That's so exciting. We'll be texting
0: each other a lot.
1: Yeah. We <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah. And now I can go back and listen to all the episodes of the of the podcast that you guys have. We talk about the comics I haven't read yet. And, yeah. and as soon as I read yeah. them, I'm going to be like. Because we're
1: doing them uh, kind li- Well, we're doing, doing like publication. By publication. Publication. History. Right.
0: Because we just want to walk through that experience. Right. Yeah. Which is started, what, 94?
1: Yeah. Because he's, he like appears in like other stuff before. Yeah. And we go, and we started with like
0: published. his very first two shorts.
4: That's awesome. So, yeah. That's
0: awesome. Okay, Connie, what about you? Um, Comic book movies, <laughs> oh, movies, boy. and uh, if you have any history or relationship with the old Hellboy. I, I probably should have gone
3: first.
2: Um, I am not familiar with the comics. I saw this movie on a whim with my sister when it came out. We didn't see it in theaters, but we rented it. Mm-hmm. And we're like, what the hell is this? Um, but I did like Ron Perlman. And I do. Rem- um, I had very low expectations for it because I just didn't know what it was. It looked sure. wacky. But all the actors in it, I adore. I love Ron Perlman. I think he's so charismatic. Mm -hmm. Um, No one wears layers of prosthesis like he does. Yeah. I I love Selma Blair. I love the actor David Hyde Pierce who voices that one guy. And I love Guillermo del Toro. And I'm sorry. I no, I love how confident. honest that
0: one guy is. The one, a very unique character.
2: <laughs> it's just, you know what I'm talking about, you guys. <laughs> and um, John Hurt, I think, is always great. Sir John Hurt. Oh, Sir yeah. John Hurt. Yeah, I thought, okay, so this movie had problems, obviously. Like, I was rewatching it this morning, and I was like, I don't remember this much exposition. But um, I, to be fair, they had a lot to do yeah right 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 and I I know you've had your thoughts on this but uh no I love this movie because I think the actors are so charismatic yeah I think the director his his tone and his visions are so clear and charming that you forgive a lot yeah so when the second one came out me and my sister were like absolutely <laughs> so, yeah and um yeah I didn't even know about this whole lore of the comics.
3: Mm-hmm. Great.
0: That's awesome. That's why I brought you on. And you yeah.
1: watch a ton of movies. Like I would say, you're. I watch the shit
0: out
2: of movies. Yeah, you yeah. watch
1: so many freaking movies. Yeah, you you got all you got a lot mm-hmm. of a good stuff to say. about
2: yeah. movies. Yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah. I have this one has a special place with me.
3: Great. Cool. I That's
2: love awesome. that. Yeah. Great. Dude. We're gonna watch the trailer. I just thought that would be fun.
0: Okay. To watch the trailer. Oh,
4: with real cheesy, like mid two thousands trailer music. This is gonna be great. I hope. I it think it's. Version. I think we're gonna hear something Very like Da-na-na, da-na-na.
2: <laughs> Dave is holding an iPad.
1: Get a shot of the BPRD. Revolution yeah.
4: Studios. Oh, they put the logo in there. A the...
1: lot of gadgets featured. They in like the showing they gears. They really mm-hmm. like showing
4: all the it's, gears. Like it's Men in Black. I bet you Men in Black helped and pitch, and like helped sell this movie. Oh Oh, one hundred percent. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Welcome to the Bureau for Paranormal Research and Defense. There are I don't love the
4: character of Agent, Agent, Agent Myers, but I think he's very needed in this film. I think he I, is i oh, I'll save my thoughts. Yeah, on that. yeah. Because
0: yeah.
1: Dave is like explosive right now. Yeah.
0: Oh, I am oh heated. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this has been a long time coming. We've, We've alluded to Dave's time. hatred <laughs> for this movie.
4: I am sapien. <laughs> <I'm> Liz, human. It's <laughs> a beautiful name. Don't worry, boy scout. She'll take care of you.
0: These freaks.
2: I, I forgot Jeffrey Tambor was in this when I was
4: watching it this morning. Boo Jeffrey Tambor. It's a shame because he's good, he's this. So good he's in this Because he's so good in this movie. And yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> what the hell
3: is that? Something big.
2: <sighs> There's so Alien much going on in light. this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, There's I, like
4: a lot of villains, a lot of heroes. There's yeah, a lot. Yeah. yeah, a
2: lot of time but lapses. Like, I went up to get my eggs at one point, and I was like, whoa, wh- what are they fighting now? <laughs> Where are we? Right? <laughs>
3: Behind this door. Ancient evil. Oh, well. Let me go in and say hi. Oh, this came oh, yeah. out in
2: spring. Yeah, it was in April. really. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, this, that, that's a famous shot. Well, to me.
3: <laughs> <laughs> to my sister and I. That's
0: this is legendary. Famous good for shot. two people.
1: <laughs>
4: Gotta have that CG shot of him running and jumping.
0: Yeah.
3: Are you gonna be okay? How big can it be? a good trailer moment.
0: Okay. I realized too that I have never seen the trailer. I just went to the movie because I knew Hellboy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, cool, Hellboy's going to be in a movie. I must have
1: seen the trailer. I mean, I just don't remember it. I think I might have seen the trailer because I definitely heard of it. Yeah. Do, 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 (laughs) do.
2: I have not.
0: I previously was like, oh, I've never seen it.
4: Which is strange but But I I I just went. I feel like the trailer gives you an indication of what they were trying to sell the movie as, like what the movie's trying to, what kind of movie it's trying to be.
1: I It's certainly focused on action and gadgets,
2: I think. Yeah. I think mission accomplished, you guys. I think just nailing it, nailing it. That Men in
4: Black, like, adjacent type of Yeah, like, creatures.
1: Like, it's very of its time in that it features a lot of, like, shiny- silvery gray that is one of the notes i put
0: down while watching i was like 2000 loved fucking stainless steel yeah that (laughs) whole 2000
1: loved it like i watched splice a couple weeks ago and that had like the whole fucking movie was like gray shiny steel like them like the matrix when they're like walking into i think
2: they finally learned learned how to render that texture well, in movies, and yeah. so they just use the shit out of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it
1: must have been like, oh, this looks fucking. This is the best. It's yeah, gonna it's look. Like, Did you
0: know metal could look like <laughs> this? Metal looks so cool on camera. Uh, okay,
1: I'll, I'll let me blurp out. The yeah, let's just get some fun real factoids. Real factoids blurp. For us. I'll blurb them right out right now for you. Hellboy is a 2004 American superhero film. I guess directed by. This is the Wikipedia page. It is <laughs> directed by superhero. Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> And starring Ron Perlman, loosely based on Dark Horse Comics graphic novel *Hellboy: Seat of Destruction* by Mike Mignola. Um, so yeah, directed by Del Toro, screenplay by him, and the story by uh, Del Toro and Peter Briggs, um, who hasn't really done a ton else. Like his, like I looked up Briggs; he's only written, also written *Thunderbirds* or *Go* in 2015. Hmm. Wow, which is,
0: isn't that those *Thunderbirds* and *Go* those?
4: Like Marionette. Yeah, that was like a New Zealand, like, like Weta thing, I think. Yeah. I think. Yeah.
1: And wow. I guess he, like, uh had a, like, some. It says his infamous connection to Alien vs. Predator. So I guess he, like, worked on that in some regard. Anyways, ooh, sorry. Oh, my God. What a, what a, what a bunch of good information I'm giving you right now. <laughs> this is some good, this is some <laughs> good blurping. Good blurping. We love it. Good blurping. Um, Music by Marco Beltrami, and there is an option on the director's cut DVDs for watching the movie with just, just the, score. the score. Yeah. yeah that's awesome. Yeah, I, I love that. I've done that with one I of haven't. the Mission Impossibles. Oh, that's I so cool. I think Fallout
0: had that option, and I did That is so cool. I love No dialogue, just the score? Yeah, they just pull all and the no, audio. They and, pull
4: that track out. and no, And no sound effects either. Yeah, so yeah. it's yeah. Just, just the music. score playing. Yeah, it's cool. What's Pretty the cool purpose background. of that? To appreciate the music and, I guess, how it's related to the visual the story filmmaking. Storytelling, yeah. The story, like, to, to, to be able to really isolate and hear what the score is doing and why it's doing it. It's
1: pretty I, sweet. I
2: really hope every movie has that option. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, this,
1: like, okay, so I have, well, let's, let's see. Okay. Well, there's a shit ton of production companies on this movie, too. Mm-hmm. Revolution Studios, Lawrence Gordon Productions, Dark Horse Entertainment. And then, uh, distributed by Columbia Pictures. Blah blah blah. blah. Running time one hundred twenty-two minutes. Although the, dir- the director's cut adds like twelve minutes, mm-hmm. which we'll talk about whether that was needed or not. Right. Um, answer no. Yeah. Answer no. <laughs> answer no. And I Short seen answer. It. <laughs> the budget was sixty-six million. At the box office, it made ninety-nine point three million, which, uh, you know, is a like success. A minor box office success is what it. Uh, says here and was favorably received by critics so yeah and and like the i have the director's cut that i bought when i was working at pathmark back in phil uh pennsylvania which is like a it's like a ralph's i'll, I'll equate it to like a ralph's out here cool and got it for like a dollar it's Ooh, a beautiful box set. i really do like it like it was so cheap and it has a ton of shit on it, it has three discs yes Although yeah. I I watched it this morning and compared to just the streaming like the streaming version on Netflix, mm-hmm. it looks bad. It comes with a booklet
2: mm-hmm. for people that can't see.
1: Dude, it comes with this fucking kick-ass booklet with like
2: a love a booklet. Mike Mignola oh! kind of illustrations in it and mm-hmm. like just it's like on that old-timey paper and old-timey writing. Yeah, it's
1: got like aged looking. It's got like you know it's splattered. It looks like something yellow. a Hobbit would be
2: holding. Yes,
1: it's so sick. Like I really do like this. This is like. The heyday of DVD special editions, I think.
4: Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like specifically this Hellboys Director's Cut box set that you have in your hands may yeah. have won some like DVD awards back when it came out. Because there's like, like some There's some, there's some, awards, so there's some society that like awards uh companies when they put out very good little packages little yeah. you know the, the really robust little collections of like special features and how it was packaged together i'm pretty sure it won some like i'll give you an example i think fight club won a bunch of awards when that came out on dvd because yeah. that was so attention to detail right david fincher asked drew barrymore if they could use a fake menu from never been kissed for the oh movie my God, fight club so, so if you so that's the kind of dvd that fight club is right yeah. they put so much effort into it
1: it like enhances the viewing yes. of it like give it yes. really does give you more yeah. Like even watching the DVD, I did enjoy watching it on this version because even the, the menu it has like the yeah. introduction to the menu. Yep. And then it's like styled in a beautiful way. It's not like super utilitarian, like, but it's still easy to use. So you can still navigate it easily. Mm-hmm. And then when you make a selection, there's like a little clip from the movie, like the hammer swinging down to knock out mm-hmm. the bridge when you like hit to play the movie. <laughs> Like, stuff that I was like, oh, I forgot about DVD menus and, yeah. like, how much work used to go into them. Right, DVDs I,
4: suck now.
0: Yeah. They do suck now. I, but I want them to go. I'm the opposite of, I just want... You, you want to get to, to the go movie. I want... To, 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 you're the worst. I cannot be stopped. <laughs> I'm like I've seen this movie. I don't need to see these little like tricks. I just want everything simple. But they but,
1: presume that if you bought this, that you, you love like it for it, sure. Right, right? I love it. But like I, every rental. time
0: I put in my Avengers Blu-ray, yeah. I wanted to die because the fucking <laughs> how long it took. What I had to go through to get to the menu. I was like, I don't want to sit through this every time.
4: Well, here's a here's a blueprint of the helicarrier. Stop! I do not fucking care. Let me push play. psyched up, dude. You pumped up? <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> to see a little repeat clips of all of the, the cool scenes from the film. <laughs> yeah, it's. It, it, I worked at Blockbuster for years a long time ago, and Blockbuster used to. There used to do a thing where companies would do like two versions of a movie. There would be like a DVD for people to buy, and then there was a DVD that they made that was so bare bones, and they sent those to Blockbusters or to yeah. Hollywood, oh. to video rental stores. You know what oh. I mean? And even on the disc itself, it says like printed on there. It says like rental. Wow. like rental copy. So like, I'm fine with that. I'm fine. If that were to be a thing that exists, but unfortunately those brick and mortar rental stores aren't around anymore. Yeah. That's there's not just a thing. No, this is, this so is going to become a collector's a thing of the past. Like, like, you know, niche market, which now it's like, okay, fine. If there's, if people are not into physical media the way like I am and only mm-hmm. collectors are, then at least when you guys do the physical media, like make them awesome. They mm. did you know? that I'll for s- sure. I'll spend $25 on a Blu-ray for a movie I like versus 15 if you, like, pack it full of crap I want to see, you know? Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm not going to say you shouldn't do them. Okay. There's just I'm, I'm going to be the you guy who doesn't buy yeah. it. Mm-hmm. You know That's what I really mean? Cool, <laughs> I'm going to be like,
0: <laughs> no thanks. So
2: yeah. I don't like that thing where you can buy movies on Amazon, but just, like, the digital. I'm mm-hmm. like, it should be a lot cheaper if I'm just having mm-hmm. a digital copy like never over $10 to get, own a digital copy of something because you can't even access the DVD menu. You can't see directors, anything. Yeah, you and might
1: as well buy a used version of the same thing for $4 on eBay and get like correct. all that extra shit. Yeah. And I'm like, but I mean, you want to watch it right now. Like, yeah, know, there's mm-hmm. pros and cons. Oh, let me clarify. So Peter Briggs wrote a screenplay for Alien vs. Predator in 1991, which sold to 20th Century Box. the project languished in development hell for many years until a version was brought to screen in 2004 so that's what the like connection to that movie is just oh, to clarify right. for cool. like I, the one nerd screaming uh, you know <laughs> listening to this
3: <laughs>
1: <That's> <laughs> I don't know his head banging. I mean that like and if you were there you go um, and I love you this movie has some issues like i
2: okay as watching it mm-hmm. years later um, I will admit the, the character of that new FBI agent.
4: John Myers. Yeah. yeah.
2: He, part of me is like, do we need
3: him?
4: Right.
2: I understand his function as a storytelling device. Like, we need to know, we need to explain this to uh, like a pedestrian person. Right.
0: But I the- argue that it doesn't need it. And I-, I argue that it does. It's 2004. It's a different era. Maybe so, but I think yeah. it's all. I just don't. I don't agree with it. People I think people weren't
2: as tolerant back then. Dave. <laughs> yeah, they weren't tolerant of,
0: of Hellboy creatures or fish people or but com, here's or the comic thing: book concepts, movies in general. Yeah, yeah. I I
2: hate
0: I, it, I agree. I hate I it th- so. Or it put me in a
4: position where it's like one of the characters that doesn't feel is the entry level character. Like Will Smith in Men in Black is the entry level character, but he's also Agent J. Like he, like he's so
1: charismatic. Like this character did nothing for me besides be uh, something to bounce Hellboy's thoughts off of, or to be like to articulate out loud. Mm -hmm. You're human, and like what does it mean to be human? Which is something that is like an inner struggle for Hellboy throughout the comics. Mm
4: -hmm.
1: Um, I I do agree with you, Dave, on some level where it's like that. Might they might have been able if they if if. Guillermo del Toro, I mean, it's kind of like an impossibility. Like they would never be able to make it that way because, like you said, at the time, people weren't ready for a super nuanced comic book movie yet. Oh, absolutely. So, like, to have it an internal kind of struggle with the character, or to have even Hellboy, I mean, honestly, maybe you could have had Hellboy and Liz talk about it and be like, "These are my thoughts. I feel like I'm not human. I feel like because he kind of does a little
3: bit. Yeah, I
0: think they do a bit. Here's the thing: is for me. I'm fine if you have to start have a character like what you said Agent who, J who rolls up who to rolls the, the bureau up and, and he's with he's who mm-hmm. we follow along with he's sort of our surrogate mm-hmm. but he should be a lead he should be like not so secondary and not so bland. They do make him yeah. they try
1: to shoehorn him in they really do. hard the I love think. triangle. They, the love yeah. triangle felt it's weird, so yeah. bad. Yeah. But then
0: also I just think the the script for me has a lot of issues where I think it's it's being, and you're probably right. I think it's people being too afraid of like yes. that the audience won't understand the material. But then I even look at X-Men, who I, I don't... That,
4: at least our entry point is another mutant. Correct. It's not fucking... So question sh- for you. Who who would, if we take John Myers out of this movie, what other character from the comics or even Liz. from the rest of this movie, and I feel like that's probably the answer, is that it should well, have what been are you saying? Selma what, Blair, what other character could have been the entry-level character but still a member of the comic book world? Now, Mark Dave is saying... Wolverine was that Hugh Jackman's Wolverine was that character or, because or, uh, he shows up to the X mansion and too. he's like and she's already established, but they're both are like mutants and they're part of the story, yeah. right?
2: But Liz starts her thing starts when she's a kid. That's
4: true. But so I they, think they, they could have deal could have entered like,
0: her through. You could have
4: started the movie in her, in her shoes of returning to the bureau, maybe possibly. That's, That's even the, in, the, the, in the, the script. The story, yes, source. the story would have been different. But I think that there is a version where she comes back and maybe things have changed, so she kind of has to relearn some stuff. But you couldn't have had lines where, where that one guy is telling John Myers like. Yeah, he's like 60, but he only ages like he's in his 20s. Like yeah. those kinds of things that are telling the audience what Hellboy's deal is, why it's not weird that if he was, you know, a baby in 1944 and now it's 2004, that yeah. he can be macking on Selma Blair and it's not creepy. You know, all these like, kind yeah, of and I'm going to go just, yeah. so far though that. I think don't stare at his horns. He files them down to. I hated in. that scene. We're it's, not going to get to the things I like. It's great. And it does. <laughs> it I mean, it is.
1: It true. Like I, I'd I see think both I honestly points. think yeah. I
0: wish Guillermo, knowing who he, uh, the director that he's the better director he's become in yes. most, in other forms. Yeah, I wish we could go back and be like, just take the risk and enter this movie through fucking Hellboy. Let mm-hmm. me let him be our surrogate, and I think that's a riskier thing and mm-hmm. a more new. uh what if you want a superhero movie versus unique. it's so unique, unique versus just I, here's the thing is I could have handled one or the other of narration or fucking an entry character. Correct. I don't need both. And I think a lot of the narration yeah. was so just high flutant and I didn't know what I was like, I don't even know what could, I could, think. You could pull his narration, and I could follow the movie. Could Broom have been? When I could Broom
4: have been the entry level character, even if I, he was, I agree. Broom even if he could was there the whole entry. time? Because we do get his narration, which I think is mm-hmm. mostly great when he is explaining the world, who Hellboy is, you know, how his life changes. Who's how- Broom again? Is the The, professor dad. dad. Oh, John Hurt? Yeah, Yeah. John Hurt. Who I think is the best in this movie. Oh yeah, yeah. he has the
2: voiceover narration at the very beginning. Also, how old is he supposed to be in this? Like he says He'd be pretty old. I was twenty eight when I was helping Roosevelt, and I'm like, wait, how old are you? He's old as shit. So you're like ninety
4: within this? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, He's
0: old. Yeah, he's old. It's a supernatural movie I will fucking take.
4: It. I'm, and I'm and I I I'm watching a guy and that's I'm a demon. I'm also okay with them doing that versus this movie now opens in the year 1994 cuz I would been like don't don't do that. The movie's coming out in 2004 like it, it yeah. can just it can just be in set today in modern day. It doesn't have right. to be, you know, in the 90s and then it ends and it's still 1994. It doesn't have to do that. But yeah. I I wish that I came more prepared. I wish I knew more about the production of this movie because I have faith that Guillermo probably would have wanted to do what you're describing, Mark Dave, but Mm -hmm. I don't see a movie studio in 2004 going, yeah, the main character is Ron Perlman in makeup, full red, yeah, let's do it. I expect yeah. the studio side to go. Well, we need just like a dude. We need just need right. like a white guy to just walk in and like tell us what's what or learn about it, and then and then you can have your crazy characters get them all. So like that's you're that's hundred like percent happened. probably yeah. right. But yeah. I also will still get to criticize it because that's what they chose <laughs> to do.
1: Yeah, I mean, I do completely agree that most yeah. likely is it his name down to his name, which they even comment on. Like, it's oh, my normal. name is John. Like, I don't know if the, I watched the director's cut. I don't know if this is in the regular version. But he's like, he I says, you're pressure. Liz. Mm-hmm. And she knows the percentage of people in the world who are also named Liz for some reason. 60%. and percent <laughs> yeah, It's a
4: line. It's not real. It's, it's just a line. It's very
1: silly. And yes. then and then he goes, well, my name's John Myers. Like, everybody's named that. It's like, mm-hmm. we know you're the straight man. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. We know you're the yeah. straight man. And then he's like the blandest little white guy they could have found. And like, but it was 2004. And yeah. that's like, that's like what uh, was happening.
2: Kate, what percentage of people are named Kate?
1: Um, seventy four point three percent of the world's population. I mean, That's there sad. are a fucking ton of But Ks, specifically, dude. the way you spell it, though, with uh, a K. Pff. Now we're getting into now we're in, now, yeah. I gotta 30, crunch the data. No. Thirty six point eight. Uh-huh. Thirty. You didn't check the chart this morning. <laughs> I, I go. I know, so, you know what? I forgot to. I overlooked it.
4: I go so far in the other direction that, I, like, I defend the use of the character of John Myers. That I'm pissed that he wasn't in the second one. That you all are they completely wrote right that they wrote him out of the second one because they're like, mm-hmm. okay, we did the groundwork. We don't need him. Yeah. I'm so mad that they off screen were like, we sent it to Antarctica, that I wish he had a small role in Hellboy 2, the Golden Does
3: Army. Does he not even, appe- not, it's it's so not even appear? I haven't seen this second one in so long. not even appear. Wow.
0: But see, I think that was a sign of them just using sure. him as a device. Absolutely. Versus that's
2: actually a fleshed out character. Also, I think um, that's a sign of them taking notes. Because I'm sure they're like,
1: he's kind of not bland. And having Great, more so. confidence in Del Toro. Yes. Like, at that point, mm-hmm, he had sure. made money for them. And... and then went
4: to go do Pan's Labyrinth, came back, and he's like, yeah. I made Pan's Labyrinth, so you have to listen to me. <laughs> and they were like, <laughs> "That okay, is That is <laughs> what he sounds like. What's your like? first note? <laughs> yeah, like, okay, first note, there's not going to be a John Myers in this movie. <laughs> yeah. We're going to open on Hellboy Ape is crazy.
1: And more that's monsters everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, I met more <laughs> fantasy, more monsters. <laughs> yeah. At
4: a
2: and I met Garmel Del Toro, <gasps> and he oh is the sweetest, that chillest, I chillest jolliest it so much. guy yeah he's so sweet
1: he's in this uh, this special edition has an <laughs> intro that literally just shows you how a DVD works it's like every time the right hand of doom Aww. appears click on it and a little Aww. info will appear and it's like it's him doing it sitting in a chair like oh, j- just it's like you said like he yeah. cared about making this did, the coolest DVD and like it shows. I I have
4: my favorite uh, thing is I had a chance to talk to him really quickly when when I was doing press for uh, interviews for Shape of Water. Oh, that's He's amazing to talk to. But years before that, I I had a chance to work on Pacific Rim. I was one of the many, many, many people that worked on the 3D conversion of that movie. Holy shit. He came and visited our studio. When he came and visited, my producers knew I was such a big Guillermo fan that they were like, hey, Hector, he's only going to meet like a certain amount of people. Do you want to do you want (gasps) to come in like this meeting or whatever? And I was like, sure. Here's the best part. The whole time I was talking to him for about 2 3 minutes, he was talking about my hat because I happened to be wearing a Club 33 Disneyland hat. So I'm wearing this Club 33 <laughs> hat. And everybody knows what Club 33 is, right? Mm. So he he sees it, right? Right? I do. Okay. I do. Okay. for the okay. listeners, I can do. you say? Club 33 is like a secret exclusive club that serves alcohol in Disneyland that's above uh uh Pirates of the Caribbean like the exit and yeah. um and they they host like presidents and politicians and actors and dignitaries and celebrities, and you can be a member of it, but it costs like 250 grand a year or so, or like it costs like a huge amount of money to get in for the super wealthy. And then you have to pay something like, I want to say like $6,000 a month or something stupid to stay in. And members of club 33, when you become a member Part of the deal is that you have to send somebody if you can't go yourself and visit it like once every whatever like once a month or whatever and go and buy a meal that's like a $110 steak meal which is delicious but it's a $110. Yeah. If you can't go, you're allowed to send somebody in your stead.
1: I but didn't realize ex- all of that about it. It's expected
4: that you have to if you're a member like that you will you will like either go or send people and involved. you're like allowed to send people on your behalf that you're like involved. So Guillermo del Toro sees my hat. And he, he, he's like, oh, Club 33, great. And he started talking to me about it. And he goes, you know, I, I was going was gonna to do the Haunted Mansion movie for Disney. And I was like, yeah. And he goes, yeah, so I put it in my contract that they have to make me a member of Club 33. And they refused. Oh, so my God. And then he God. goes, so I walked away from the movie. Whoa. And then and then, and then he goes him, and, and then he goes. So then they said decided to put it in and uh, yeah. So it's in my contract. Whether or not I make the movie, I'm now a member of Club 33 And he hasn't made the movie yet. So that's how baller awesome. Wow, Guillermo that del Toro is, is so is. Funny. love him. I hear the food's <laughs> terrible. Sorry. Oh, it was a great meal. But uh, you know, I was in Club 33 and I was just swept how, up by. What, sure, what was your what was your in for Club 33? My in for Club 33 was my ex girlfriend from many years ago, Lindsay Frank. You know Lindsay Frank. Yes. Remember Lindsay Frank when yeah. when we were dating her. um Aunt worked at a dentist office in San Diego, whose like main dentist was a member of Club Thirty Three. Oh my god! So he, so Those again, boring. This is involved. So, so he, I think
1: it's, a, I think it's like a, it is fascinating. I'm like making like little red like lines yeah. connecting everybody. So this right dentist
4: now. got to like ask his uh, his coworker, his employee. Like to go in his stead. And then so she got to bring her niece and her niece's boyfriend. Wow. And it was great. And I spent 110, but whatever. Yeah. And Guillermo also had some other story about there was like, there used to be robotic parrots in there because the story, the urban myth goes, the legend goes that Walt Disney wanted parrots that were robots, animatronics. They would record everyone's conversation and then then repeat it back. And Guillermo told me again in that two minutes, he goes, but the problem is, is when they opened it, the parrots just kept cussing. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Because everybody was cussing. So they had to shut it down. But you can still see a parrot, robot parrot in one of their displays somewhere. And I'm like, this is the best. That's That's amazing. amazing. Great (laughs) conversation. Yeah, he's so I love Guillermo.
1: Also, just to have like dignitaries and like politicians and movie stars recorded, like yeah. you would think they would be like, fuck that. Yeah. Like, yeah. But
4: Walt Disney is an insane person. He yeah. Did a complete he lunatic.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's a <Wonka>. awful person. <laughs> yeah. But that's cool that as is shit. Very cool. Yeah. That's cool. crazy, dude. Mm-hmm. I have heard about it, but I've never like known anybody who went there. It's I'll like, say really this. Neat.
4: I I never need to go again. Sure. I'm yeah, not you like, did it. I'm not like missing out. Yeah. Every time I walk by, I'm not like, well, oh, I wish I could be a part of it. I don't care. But if yeah. you ever get a chance to go, I like, would you definitely go. go at least once. Absolutely. Uh, that's why I bought that hat. It's a thirty dollar hat, and I'm like, I'm never coming yeah, back. Yeah, you got
3: to prove it.
1: Still have that hat to this day. You got to have that Physical hat. evidence. Yeah. yeah
4: I would definitely get the hat.
2: if Connie, I, was I feel like yeah. you're
1: a Disney head. I'm surprised you haven't like found out a way. Wait,
2: I have the reputation as
3: a
1: Disney head. In my mm-hmm. mind, you have a Disney. You have well, you have a Mickey Mouse T-shirt, and to me, that makes you like a real. This was a Coming from somebody from PA. <laughs> yeah. Like I I never went to Disney World. Like when I moved out here, the fact that people go to Disneyland multiple times oh, yeah. a year, like surprised the shit out Wait, of me. Wait, you've been to Disneyland though, right? I have, That's yeah. Okay, I cool. have. Okay. Cool. Like when I moved out here, we went, I think I've been like three times total. Okay. Which is a an incredible amount for me I thought I would never ever go because mm-hmm. it was just so expensive like I never went as a kid never like did any of that stuff oh, I'm not, I love Disney movies I,
2: I enjoy Disneyland but I don't need to go more than once a year mm-hmm. Okay, like, so those are the people that go like multiple times I would never get a yearly people pass people with the pass mm-hmm. like all yeah, this shit no, you get like a discount
1: to. if you're a resident of California mm-hmm. and all this shit like it's just was like crazy to me.
2: I'm not a big Disney head. I don't own a <laughs> pair sorry. Of ears. You have Mickey Mouse. <laughs> sorry to slander you. Wait, I'm sorry. You have
1: one uh, Mickey do have Mouse. Mickey, right. how do you... It's Wait, from
2: God. H&M. It's oh, uh, it's cool. But like, um,
1: sorry if I sorry sorry to make that judgment. With I God. googled I, you, and the first thing that came up was Disney big
4: Disney head. Right <laughs> <laughs> Connie's controlling this narrative. She's like, no, I I, I, I love I love Disney movies. You're more like a Looney Tunes person, but right? I, I don't know if it's because I <laughs> I'm more I, of a Six Flags
2: nut. I, yeah. Well, I I just have a thing with crowds, and I have a thing with standing in line. So yeah. Disney hits a lot of non pluses for a lot me. Of, a lot yeah, of sounds scary. But, but if, so
4: you know, but that's what's cool about the annual pass is that. When if you get if you commit to an annual pass if you're like I'm gonna get this stupid thing and, and pay either the monthly fee or like you get it all in one yeah when you go there's no pressure to you stay away from lines uh-huh. you know what I mean and with the pass you'll sometimes have freedom to go I'm gonna go at like a time where there's not gonna be as many people yeah to go check stuff out on my own you know, on my own time. And there's yep. like, there's less rush and you can kind of avoid crowds and you do your own thing and you sounds go great. for a couple hours and you leave. And it's not about spending the whole day, the, yeah, the, making sure you get it all in. It's like, yeah. don't, don't worry about that. That's that makes it. That sounds
1: great. Yeah. I mean, don't let my sure. surprise at it make it sound like I'm disparaging it in any way. Like if you love Disney, like that's mm-hmm. fucking awesome that that's an option for people to be able to go all the time. And like, yeah. really, cause there is really so much to there like is. hidden shit to check out there. Yeah. And like, It's crazy. And I I don't
4: have children, and I think it'll be cool if and when I have kids, and then you take a kid, that's you'll a be different able to thing. be like, this is the but, little like. But I, my favorite time ever visiting Disneyland is really when you're in your in your adulthood with your friends, and yeah. none of you have kids. That's <laughs> yeah. the best. That's the best. Yeah. You go, you Fuck go across kids. the street to Disney California Adventure. You get alcohol, like that, like yeah. that's a different experience than what everybody thinks of as like Disneyland, where you're like, oh, oh crowds, yeah, crowds, kids. It's like no, no, no. Yeah, we do it right. Like <laughs>
1: especially there's these like Disney after dark things that um yeah like yeah are I feel like you feel shit. like a
0: I feel like a tame rave you're gonna. I love that. <laughs> oh, really? A little baby yeah. Ray. Yeah. yeah, they're dumb. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't did, say they, that to Lori, if, if, our guest on the next I episode. I can't wait to do this. They did a lot of them. It. Did she after, go to the Alice in Wonderland one?
1: She went to like all of the Disney After Darks <laughs> no. this
2: year. I, re- I remember If you Ray, just like to dance, and yeah. that's about it. To yeah, the lightest it was, of music. And then some
4: alcohol with lights in them. <laughs> it was really <laughs> embarrassing when, after Tron Legacy came out, they did that and tried to make it a Tron Legacy thing. And there's always like 16 people on their little area. Like it's not, it's oh, like really, but there, there's always like five, like I'm here every night. Like there's these young people that are just there to <laughs> rave it out, but it's a baby rave. Oh my God, baby that's rave. cute. Mm-hmm.
2: That doesn't seem appealing to me, but what I do like is, um, have you been to Disneyland for Halloween?
4: I think so. They go all they out. They like do. They do. This became a Disney. I'm sorry I'm, you, sorry. I'm
2: sorry. I'm oh sorry. I'll get us back on track in like 11 seconds. <laughs> but surprised. like, but like, they have like giant pumpkins shaped carved into the characters, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. they do a thing with trick or treaters in the evening. It's the, and best. The, the haunted mansion gets decked out, and they have seasonal stuff. I I
4: love Halloween. If it's if it's cool enough for Guillermo de Toro to like love it and be obsessed with this, it's pretty cool. I love yeah, that cool. he yeah. he That's always has so much fun with yeah. everything he does. Yes. Like,
2: even his stuff that's not good, it's still kind of good.
0: Truly. No, he will always go down as one of the greats just because of visual. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. He's visually always going to be unique.
1: Well, to me, okay, so, like, watching this made me, and I I think I said it before to you, Dave, that it feels, you can feel his love for, like, Universal monster movies and stuff like that. Yes, yes, um, Like, there's, of course, he was attracted to this movie. It has Abe Sapien in it. Mm -hmm. It has, like. Shape of Water. Yeah, it's, like. And just, and and then just the kind of like bigness of opening a portal and like, even like I was watching it and the first Nazi that gets sucked into the portal, Mm -hmm. there's a Wilhelm scream there. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, so he's just like a film nerd. And he, of Mm -hmm. course, like he's this Mm -hmm. like huge director. Of course he's that person. Um, but I love. Okay, what I do love about I do love Broom. I love the the very first like line of this movie is him saying, "What is it that makes a man a man?" Which is like such a huge thesis statement for the comic. Isn't that lives. how Gladiator story. It's a, probably. <laughs> yes. What's a man made? Of? But this is yeah. really that's what the 2019 movie feels like, dude.
3: Yeah. Yeah. This movie
1: is like compared to that movie. It is like paced so patiently and like mm-hmm. gives you so much more of like I, I think this hits. I know you like disagree that this movie like misses a lot of what the tone of the comic book is, but it is fucking way closer than the two thousand. I would say it's movie. way closer,
0: but way I still closer, think it's dude. off.
1: I think that yeah, it is. Yeah, there's little, especially like, yeah, certain shit.
4: After having done my little deep dive into the comics as of late, I think it is not a hundred percent on there, but it is good entry level. For sure. in reading the comics. Listen, man, I'm hearing Ron Perlman's voice. Like, yeah. I'm, like you know, I'm no, hearing. Oh, I don't hear his voice I'm hearing, I think for <laughs> yeah. me, the stuff I love about the movie, I think Connie, you nailed it as the cast. Like, mm-hmm. it really is Ron mm-hmm. Perlman. I think his face is Hellboy's face. Yeah, It's just too perfect. It's it, too perfect. His like, voice. His voice. Even David Hyde Pierce, who is not coming back for the second one, I'm really conflicted because, like, I love Doug Jones. I love yeah. him in Star Trek Discovery. I love him in anything that he's in. And when he gets to use his own voice, it's great. But yeah. also, David Hyde Pierce is a perfect yeah. Abe sapien voice yeah. for me. I would agree with that. And yeah. he did a
1: great job. I thought that was and they had like real chemistry and banter, I think. Yeah. Like Abe and Hellboy, do you think? I I'm looking at I, 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 you know, like... I will say I I
0: only look, I need you guys to get out of all the stuff you love. Oh, okay? Oh, okay, I think Pearlman... I think Hellboy is such an it falls short. That's just okay. my opinion. It I think it's Perlman
2: it, always that's okay. has good chemistry with whoever, whoever yes. he's sharing the scene with, like him and Selma Blair. I believed there was like a tortured love thing. Mm-hmm. I, um,
4: him and the kid, on him the and top.
2: the him and the oh, that's one of my favorite Great. scenes. Yeah, where he's American cookies. cookies. Great scene. Great yeah. scene. And just like the way he treats it, like it's so it felt weirdly grounded. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel. Like, cause okay, cause the that's when they're spying on Selma and mm-hmm. that agent, mm-hmm. and the agent does this weird move where he yawns Ooh. and tries yeah, to put his arms like around her. Yeah,
1: like the stupidest, oldest move in the yeah. world. Yeah,
2: and it feels weird and uh, cheesy. But the thing is, the Hellboy eating cookies with this kid mm-hmm. does not feel weird and cheesy. No. It feels very sweet and endearing.
4: You're Hellboy. I'm on a mission. Yeah, yeah, great.
2: He's like, "Do you want a cookie?" <laughs> he's and he's just like scarfing them down. Oh, oh. Weird
1: thing. Um, he loves cats. Yeah, yeah, he does. That's not a thing in the comics. He has a at dog all. in the comics. I wonder if Guillermo just likes cats. Like, if <laughs> I, I can
3: see
2: Garmel being a cat lover. in the
1: very opening. There's like a sarcophagus, kind of a sculpture of a woman with a with a sculpture of the cat at her mm. feet, and that's like when he's discovered as a little baby Hellboy. And I feel like maybe that is like, but that's like an excuse to have the cats in it for the rest of the movie. I honestly.
4: I think he just likes Is it cats. just to
1: humanize him? It's just yeah. to make him yes. be like, "Oh, he's got a soft and spot for." because think for about little it if Hellboy, animals.
4: this character who came from another dimension is supposed to be like the bringer of Armageddon or whatever, yeah. even if he had a dog, I feel like that's still a little it's considered more masculine.
3: Yeah. yeah. Any yeah. kind
4: of dog really is masculine, but the fact Truly. that in his room he has a bunch of cats and kittens.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there's it's a lot a, of Save my, so yeah. my kittens. So yeah. soft so and so
4: like it's it's it is really humanizing. It's I think it's a great shortcut to Yeah, and they're and they're like
1: crawling on him. Yeah. Yeah, They love him so much. And he's. Oh, like- he also hides his cigar from Trevor Broom when he sees him. Yeah, oh, he sees yeah his yeah, dad, yeah. he like whips his cigar behind his back. Yeah. I was like, that's cute. That's like, I like how he puts
2: them out on his antlers.
1: Oh yeah. Antlers, <laughs> dude! I mean sorry, man. Oh, <laughs> <There you laughs> I'm sorry. An alarm just oh, went oh, off. i studio. Read the <laughs> not, I don't I don't know
2: these terms, you guys.
1: <laughs> you know what I did love too? Um when they when he's chasing um Samuel? Yeah, when he's chasing Samael through the uh subway tunnel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Samuel gets through the subway and then as Hellboy tries to get in the train conductor smashes his head with a fire extinguisher until he finally falls down yes. and then he looks back at the people on the train and they're like yeah, yeah. Like, they're very they're like proud. So of him. Yeah, he caught like so pumped it was like that's demon. such yeah. a fun little thing for mm-hmm. like yeah everybody's still scared of him they like think you know the opening the first time you see Jeffrey Tambor he's like on a on TV explaining, like, there's I no hate such hate thing as moment. Hellboy. I think it's great. I uh, it make no fucking sense.
4: Because it's a great, dumb <laughs> setup for this joke. Let me tell you right now to the American people, there is no such thing. <laughs> <laughs> and it's <Yeah>. Department <laughs> of Bureau, Like, uh, it's great.
2: Yeah, it's great.
4: I didn't find that funny at all. Yeah.
2: I enjoyed it. <laughs>
1: I, no,
0: I get people enjoy this movie, and I think I get why people enjoy this movie. Mm-hmm. I get why it works for people.
2: Mm-hmm. I. I mean, a movie, it's, I think it's, it's, it's not just... a per- it's not a perfect film. It's not a perfect film, mm-hmm. I, but I think the pros outweigh the cons.
1: You're probably 100% right. Okay. You're
2: probably 100% right, Rose but the I don't. I'm mean. I physically rising yes. above my mind. Yeah, Connie is wanna, taking,
1: the, her physicality is that I've been quiet through the,
0: most the, of this yeah. conversation. Because I
4: know you're
1: putting I, pins and
4: stuff. Can I get one more before we pass it over oh, to Mark please, Dave and he rips course. it open? praise it. I do love The Score by Marco Beltran. I actually yeah. agree with that. The I think score Mark's is a great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm listening yes. to, the, I'm the psychopath. I was playing it before we started. I listen to movie scores when I read comics. And when it's a good movie score and it happens to be a comic book, based on the same movie. That's a great idea. It's kind of a thing. It enhances it for me. If it's good, it wor- it works. Like, there's some movies where if you listen to the score, it doesn't fit, and I'm like, I can't read this comic while listening to the score. It doesn't fit. But the Marco Beltrami score for Hellboy, and I think he also did Hellboy 2. Like, I remember enjoying that one too. Yeah. But I'm listening to it as I'm reading this stuff, and it it there's sometimes where it lines up beautifully because it almost has, like, this Russian kind of international feel sometimes like brooms yeah. theme kind of feels like that so the fact that hellboy the comics are very international he's all over the place mm-hmm. all of that stuff for me works the cast is a highlight the generic stuff that's generic i, I like everybody saying like connie was saying like will you forgive it because it's because it yeah. feels like early sort of maybe creatively stifled by the studio guillermo del toro but like there, he's still slipping in some really good stuff in there and I still wish that they made a third, and I'm bummed that they didn't. Well, yeah. still, they, they needed a third. Wh- yes, while still totally 100% acknowledging it is not the same tone as the comics, and I would love for the comics to get its due. What is this so in called a, tone in a big that it I keep is, hearing about? You got
3: to read but some of these. I kind of so yeah, so I think it really like, very, like it. It's I,
4: cerebral. It's gothic.
3: What
2: would you say? Okay, what movie would you say? He's does more like the tone? a noir
1: detective almost, in the to a degree where he's like. He's walking around, like, typically, like, a typical, like, freak of the week kind of hellboy thing mm-hmm. is, like, he'll show up in uh, some, like, a small European town where the mm-hmm. townsfolk are, like, re- will- willing and ready to talk to him, Just and they never have a thing where it's like, you look like a red devil or something. It's uh-huh. just, he is able to go up to people, talk to them right away, uh-huh. um, be like, oh, they're saying there's a problem with this to another Connie BPRD agent, and then he'll get to, like, uh-huh go explore. Uh, before he starts punching or shooting, he's always, like, talking to the creature or whatever, trying to figure out what's going on, what the history uh-huh. of the place is. Yeah. And then, of course, inevitably, something goes wrong and he ends up having to punch something Comics with his big love hand. love doing a
2: close-up of a hand with something dripping off. With some blood. Yeah. Yeah. It's they, awesome. They do and also,
1: that. I mean, his, I, I think that Mike Mignola is one of the most talented, like, visual storytellers yes. and, like, paces everything uh, super well. Brilliant. And, like,
4: but that tone, that, that, that simmering in that like mm-hmm. H.P. Lovecraft, gothic, That's the hard shadows. That's what I think shadows, that nobody has yeah, been able to correct. to agree.
0: bring in is going like there's a haunting feeling that they mm-hmm. ha- no one has chosen to, to capture. To follow that, yeah. And it's very mm-hmm. interesting that they haven't because to me it's like this is the weirdest references point for me is like I would love to see a Hellboy movie. I mean, who knows if we'll ever get it, even if it was a cool new animated one, which we've talked about is probably what it Mm -hmm. needs, Mm -hmm. um, is something that's more closer to, in my mind, living in the universe of like Rosemary's Baby and Get Out that mm. tone and that feeling mm. i should have in the movie mm-hmm. then
4: occasionally you get him punching something cuz he has to the action does feel occasional but still kind of in every single story and it's cool yeah. and It's there yeah. and it's bombastic and it's comic booky and, I need him and it falls to like, the floor it feels earned like it <laughs> yeah. does,
1: in a in the comics like it's a very gradual kind of buildup. and you get maybe like little kind of clips like the like they'll have like a little cold opening thing of like a carving of the monster that you're going to meet later on Mm -hmm. but at this point it's just like it's just myth Mm -hmm. and then he like discovers that it's this real thing and has to deal with it yeah yeah i really like we've kind of said before like almost like an animated like spider verse or kubo and the two strings kind of a thing would be amazing because then they could really like you could just you would have your your disbelief would be suspended from the get-go you'd be like ready for something that's that's you wouldn't what have this to becomes. have that entry
4: level, like make this
1: make sense for our world. Yeah.
4: Attitude that you that maybe a studio thought like the audience would have. Yeah, and, blurry uh-huh. picture
1: of him in a newspaper. Like, you don't right. really need that shit. Right. It's like he like a lot of these places that he goes, like he's accepted immediately and there's no like I think that audiences, especially now, are ready for that kind of a movie. I would for love to sure. see it eventually. Mm-hmm. The 2019 Hellboy I don't should think it's going
4: to. Do you want it to get a sequel? No, do you it want, it, man. It, to stop? They want okay. it to
1: get a sequel. They set yeah. it up for that. They, they have, have so many, they have a mid credits. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, it, they've that's, they were trying to make it an, a, a Deadpool-y kind of a thing. Like he, He's extra quippy. It's just like, not what the character is. They missed the point of the character. And I also,
2: think. Also, e- Brian Reynolds barely pulled that off. Like, yeah, barely pulled it off. Yeah, like so was, to try to have someone else do it, I'm like, uh, yeah. no, 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 no. It's no,
4: pretty no,
1: unappealing. Yeah. It's like he. That's that's what character. Pikachu
4: is now too. Is they're trying to make Pikachu Deadpool.
2: I
1: Ugh. am I, going to yeah. watch Detective should, Pikachu, but yeah. Yeah. I yeah. don't have super high hopes for it or anything.
3: I'm <laughs> just I'm just gonna go Good. in and let it happen. To me. Yeah. Good. <laughs> my friend <laughs>
1: described it as a universal a ride at Universal Studios, <laughs> but in a movie version. and I was like, <laughs> okay, cool. Funny. I'm yeah. ready for it. I can do that. I think
4: of the 2004 movie. I think that everything you guys are saying is right that 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 environment isn't there but yeah. for me the character of hellboy at least from what i've read so far is i would agree it like the character they got right like i'll say his, i'll give it 80 yeah. percent. okay i'll okay. give it 80 percent.
0: because i do think that's a perfect casting like yes yeah. i don't hear him because i just don't i tend not to have that experience ever yeah. when i'm like where I watch something that's been adapted, and then when I mm-hmm. re-go back to it, I never hear their voices. Mm-hmm. Because I'm just like, no, nah, the comic is, I think, is sure. even as close as a movie will get, I do think they're separate. Mm-hmm. They have to be. It's just mm-hmm. you know, f- my my I would lose my mind if I could not separate them. Like with the Marvel Universe, I'm mm-hmm. like, thank God they separated it because I can fight with the nerds until Good because
4: it is. the next Spider-Man movie says it's six one six. So yeah, but that just says that okay, they all right. exist. All right, all right. But and now the floor is yours, Mark Dave. Why is this movie so <laughs> no, bad? No, 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 no. are <laughs> yeah. back. I'm
0: praising it for oh, a okay, moment. Okay.
4: Thank you very much. Okay, Along good. with you, jeez.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, what did you like about th- it? I think. What do I like about yeah, it? I just said yeah. that he said perfect casting. I, I do think the casting is perfect. I cool. think Guillermo is visually the, the the best director to tackle it for the first time. Yeah, that's what I I love about it. Yeah, um, there are just choices, and it's not even I don't even know if it's Hellboy that I'm off on. I mm-hmm. uh, they're off. It's just the choice, and I think you guys have really nailed it on the head. Of like they just were limited by the or at least choosing to be limited that they don't think audiences can enter through a certain degree mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or suspend disbelief so far. And it's just disappointing to be like, why didn't you just try? You know? Yeah. Because as much as we say like, we're not ready for that. I'm like, no one's fucking ready for anything. Right. Until someone tries it. And then they everybody's like, Yes. Know you, know, you, know, I mean? you know, what
4: else could have happened too. It could have been a thing where Guillermo's like, "Look, for this thing to work, I'm gonna do the Guillermo voice because it's fun." <laughs> I love it. He <laughs> does it very well. You're the only one that you cannot do, do it. Only only the only one that offensive. can do it. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Connie, if you want to give it a shot, <laughs> I, 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 you... I don't think I should. Fine. <laughs> I'll give you permission if you want. You can no, also, no, no. But you two other guys, don't <laughs> no. even try it. No, I Okay, good. No, I know. I know a trap
2: when I hear it. Okay,
4: giving you that honorary card, you can. But Guillermo, no. I feel like maybe he went to the studio or he went to Mike Mcnolan. He's like, "If I'm gonna make this movie." I need a budget of like sixty million because mm-hmm. we need we need CG, we need visuals, and maybe the studio was like, "Well, if we're giving you sixty million, your movie has to guarantee make 120 million. And for that, we have equations. You that means you need yeah. to do this and this and this to make it like a blockbuster mainstream yeah. movie. Yeah. You know, like h- how how can you make a accurately budgeted Hellboy? Because I th- I still think even this type of storytelling from the comics is still very niche. Like it would blow a lot of people's minds and get a lot of new audience, but. I don't think that regular, I don't think it's for mainstream audiences. I don't. Like, you kind yeah. of have, sure. have to preface it a little bit. But when you warn somebody, like we just did with Connie, before, like, some, you know, somebody dives in. You have to be like, well, this is what it is. Right. So yeah. Well,
1: I mean, what I, the best case scenario is, like, I mean, Hellboy, of, of course, is not as big as, like, Spider-Man. Right. But, you know, you get so many iterations of Spider-Man. They keep wanting yeah. to, like, make it for for whatever reason, just to keep the rights or, or but anyway, i I'm, American audience are so so exposed to this character at this point that they don't need a long-winded intro or anything. So like maybe since we've seen two versions of this at some point in our lifetime, maybe some version that comes closer to it like Into the Spider-Verse like felt so much like reading a comic to me as opposed to any of the versions of Spider-Man that I've seen before. Mm-hmm. Like maybe I have mm-hmm. I do have hope that somebody will make a version of this that makes me really feel yeah, excited. Yeah, I think we just like, hey, witnessed God. the
2: Eric Bana version of <laughs> yes. the Angley version of Hellboy Yes, yeah. and we're, we need Edward Norton to come in, redo it and <laughs> then mm-hmm. did we, get did we get Mark Ruffalo? Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. Ruffalo as Tom Holland Hellboy. Yeah. Yeah, Tom. Uh, <laughs>
4: you know what I think that I think that the cool pitch would be uh, is you have to keep using the words "cinematic universe." That's going to get mm-hmm. that's going to get studios for to really sure. get interested. And, or and, here's
0: the thing: is they need to take a soft a uh, softer approach. to
4: That because mm-hmm.
0: in the most in the newest Hellboy, that's all they were going for. Oh, really? Was trying to. Where they're like Johnson references. Yeah. Oh, and- he's in it, but it's just like so <sighs> shoehorned in. Yeah. That you're like, not everybody can aco- You can't accomplish it overnight. And if you look at Marvel, mm-hmm. they didn't. They didn't. Mm-hmm. They 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 did a soft thing. They said we're gonna introduce Iron Man, mm-hmm. and then at the end we're gonna we're gonna tease that there's the potential of a bigger universe, mm-hmm. right? Just by one little post credit scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That Nick Fury's like, you know, you're not part of a bigger thing. If the movie failed, you That's could it. still look at that and be like. Yeah, it'd been 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 cool. Yeah. We know that, yeah. that that world exists, but, but we that, never that got to see it. story I mean, is that's done. that's the thing too. Yeah. Is
1: like that movie made so much money, and this movie is even described as a minor box office success. I know. So yeah, it's, like, it's, it did, you have did well, to have right? The money to back it up, really, or else it's just not.
4: Maybe the an answer, answer is animation, honestly. Maybe the answer is. I would agree. I would
1: well. love that. Yeah. Also, show.
4: I think this movie. This movie also 2014, compared
0: I don't want two thousand and four? I'm two thousand
3: fucking four. What is with you? This in movie made Dave is
4: bleeding hey, out of his ears. If it helps you say twenty oh four. No, I think. Twenty sounds 2004's <laughs> so sounds. Oh, twenty oh eight Hellboy. Pretty cool too. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: I mean we're not gonna talk about that one, but it's much better. Uh at least in the fantastical way. But so in regards to the two thousand four one and the newest one, I'm trying to actually want to Going forward for the rest of this conversation, I don't I want I don't want to talk about it in comparison to that movie yeah. or in comparison to the comic book. I want to look at it as its own thing and, sure, why, sure. and why those are what I have issues with is that. But I would say that this movie, in a lesser degree than the most recent one, because in the, the newest one, it throws so many storylines in this movie and it's sucks. a clusterfuck. That sucks. I somewhat think that in a lesser degree, it's doing the same thing in this one. I could see that. Because I think they're throwing seed of destruction in here. they're trying to pull from Wake the devil as well. Mm. and I think it's a little bit of a mess and it does there's so much going on where I was like, I think they should have pared it down and had it very much a very Hellboy Liz, um, Liz and Abe story sort of story mm-hmm. focused mm-hmm. on Hellboy. I think it got a little it, I think it was a little ambitious and trying, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying it's Guillermo, I mean it's everybody choosing to be like, you know it's hot right now? Fucking X Men. Sure, this is how we got to approach it. Or Men in Black. It's very Men in Black. Yeah, this movie so feels like they were especially with the
1: monster at the end, kind of a thing. Like for mm -hmm. well, when Resputin dies, you get this enormous, like, just a crazy tentacle creature that's like you. Like, oh, we didn't get to see the dragons, but here's a smaller kind of manageable version of those. Uh, so he, i really i'm gonna yeah. compare it more to wow. iron man i would yeah. have
0: wished the first hellboy would have been more uh self-contained it would in be that yes. sense of iron man it, of like by the end i go i know who fucking hellboy I, is I'll, I'll, yeah so
4: then you get excited to be like if there's more that's cool the what perfect you, comparison to me is and, and correct me if i'm wrong because y'all know hellboy comics is that in iron man comics his his arch enemy traditionally historically has been the mandarin that's a very tricky character to try mm-hmm. to pull off, and they, they, that's why they changed it when they did it with Ben Kingsley. But the Mandarin is also like his arch nemesis and like his main bad guy. At one point for the first Iron Man movie, the Mandarin was going to be the villain. They were going to get an Asian actor. They are going to do the full thing. And somewhere along the way, they went, let's make it Crimson Dynamo. And then even further than that, they're like, let's just make it Iron Monger, Obadiah Stane, Jeff Bridges, like his dad's partner, like simplify the bad yeah. guy to focus on the good guy. Hellboy took his arch enemy, again, correct me if I'm wrong, Rasputin, and then they tied it into Hellboy's origins in 1944 to really make it like a Batman versus Joker, Spider-Man versus Green Goblin, yes. like you know, Captain America versus Red Skull. Like what's their biggest bad? Do that yeah. in the first movie, as opposed to the first movie of Hellboy could have just been, like you're saying, him, Abe Liz, some minor mission, and then maybe save Rasputin for like a part two. Or, or part, like, you know.
0: Or like how I think you're 100 percent right with this Iron Man thing, because yeah. Iron Man the bigger thing, even though he fights Ironmonger and that, that's mm-hmm. part of the plot. Mm-hmm. But the real thing is him discovering like, oh, I'm a different man now. Yeah, man. I yes. gain who I really, I become and, a better and person. And Ob-
4: Obadiah Ob- Ob- Stane represents that. And I yeah. think
0: if you read Seed of Destruction, which this was a sense part of, that would have been a perfect movie to me of entry point of like watching Hellboy <laughs> have <laughs> to go through something and realize at the end, I'm choosing to be, Hellboy to go against um, my own... My own and fate. they do that a yeah. little bit in here, but yeah. it's just
1: so there's That's things when in the way. The end in particular. So I totally understand John Myers as a device in the beginning, but mm-hmm. I think at the end, him, uh Liz asking it in two th- in two ways. I thought that he was a little unnecessary by the end. Um Liz asking him to hit her in order to make her angry <laughs> enough to, yeah. to generate fire. Oh, yeah. We've already seen that she has this like internal, like this is going to happen. I-, I feel like she, Could have been able to do that without him. She could have generated that. She's talked about how she's controlling it and learning where it comes from. I don't think that she necessarily needed somebody to punch her first. And Mm -hmm. then I think at the end when Myers tells Hellboy, you can make a choice. You don't have to choose this. That Mm -hmm. could have been something that I think the character might have been able to arrive at on On his own. own by the end. I mean, you know but i mean it's like you guys have said that's like his this character exists so that the internal monologue becomes external you have to have somebody say it mm-hmm. the
0: which movie. is just it which is unfortunate because mm-hmm. and again we're, we've we're constantly saying it's probably a, little, a combination of studios and co-writing whatever how they're approaching it you see pan's labyrinth and i'm like god you did that though yeah, yeah. You t- yep. there's so much internal and just visual yeah. storytelling that you never you never uh have too much to like you're not hitting anything over the head, yeah, mm-hmm. and so it's always a little unfortunate to see that like because of you had to work with whatever circumstances. It's mm-hmm. a, I mean it's like you were saying the studio,
1: the restraints that the studio must have put on him, and like also it's not his property. Like
3: mm-hmm. it must
1: have been enormous, and then he has to. I think that's probably why at that time it's the same reason that this isn't more nuanced of a movie, and they do have as big bad as maybe. They didn't anticipate necessarily having a sequel to this movie.
4: Right. It's a little bit like you got to put all your eggs in this one first basket. Yeah. And, you know, at the end of the day, it made me more interested in Hellboy versus Mm -hmm. other movies that will come out, comic book movies that have actually like detrimentally made the property less valuable. Green Lantern literally did that. The Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern movie made (laughs) that whole intellectual property go down in terms of people being interested in it like subscriptions to the comic i think itself went down like that's people that are already reading so the comic sad and that's so sad it's such a bummer yeah. it bums me out so at least this the hellboy movie 2004 didn't do that
3: <laughs>
2: well no i yeah i, I yeah. don't think it would yes. i don't think you do this think enough people knew about it yeah true yeah but yeah. i don't think
4: you watch this movie and go like fuck this movie I no, don't no, think no. any, I don't think you, I finish you, it and go, fuck this movie. I just go, I didn't like but that But you movie. also don't watch this movie and go, oh man, this tone is so awesome. I'm going to go seek out these comics. Like nobody did that. Nobody well, did that. Well, there were some people that we've talked to through
0: our podcast that, that this was their entry point and yeah. they went and sought them out. But I do think overall, yes. Yeah. A
4: masses didn't go, fuck, I need more Hellboy. They I went, love the character. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Cool. You're right. Yeah, instead so of like, could, here's this new thing you don't know about. Did you know there's 20 years of comics? And they're like, Ooh. who cares? I think <laughs> yeah. that
2: um, Guillermo felt he had to make the tone different from the comics in order to make uh, Hellboy seem more interdimensional. Because he does seem mm. a lot softer. There's a lot of funny moments. There's a lot of camaraderie. And I almost now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like Hellboy is kind of Guillermo. Cause like he's just a big softy. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's eating plates of pancakes. He's making quips, and I'm like, oh, I think this is you. We're watching you. We're ha-. and that's why we're so charmed. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I think you're not necessarily going to get that from comics, but for comics, you're you're focusing on different things. Whereas in movies, you're you are focusing so much on vibes and just like interactions. Yeah, so. I, I don't know do I sound stoned I just no 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 okay. I think you're so right. stoned oh
1: um, I'm gonna sound stoned you know what was fucking sick when Cronin takes his fucking mask off and suit and he's just like this gross ass corpse with like no lips oh, no and lips. eyelids. <laughs> oh man I was like this is a nasty boy this monster is, is crazy the sound effects in this movie are crazy when yeah. he's examining
2: that body and he's like and the lips are cut off and then he, he's yeah, he, he holds the jaw, the jaw. Yeah. and it snaps it shut and it makes that clack sound and I was like yeah. ooh, I didn't yeah, like gross. that sound oh, And I
1: realize, so here's the thing that's in the director's cut that is not in the Netflix version. So when they first, when Rasputin first is like uh, reborn out of the blood um, and is approached by Ilsa, she in the director's cut says, what happened to your eyes? Mm -hmm. And then later in the subway, in this like sort of a layer that they have in the subway, you see it like it's like closing in on them. And Ilsa is shaving Rasputin's head Mm -hmm. with a razor like it's a choice or like we see that part of their relationship. And then she uh goes to get him some prosthetic, some like fake eyes. Um, but they're not just like an actual glass eye is just like the front of an eye. I don't know if you ever seen it. It's just like the front. And yeah. That's it. And they can yeah. like pop it in. It's not go, a full ball. It's <laughs> a fucking they have like billiard balls that are huge that he like goes like. <laughs> like pops him into his head. It's like, I guess that that should have been cut out of this movie, dude. Like, it's so silly. Maybe maybe when you come
2: back, like, they take the whole cornea out. Like, everything, (laughs) the nerve endings. Maybe everything gets taken out. I don't know. I don't like that part.
1: Uh, Yeah, that part is a little, freaks me out a little bit. But yeah, it's just like it's just like but there were like visually like I think he's so cool and good at doing monsters and stuff so that I would agree with that. I, like, I will this say
0: this, fine. I think Guillermo does action terribly. Mm. I will go on the record saying that I think he knows emotion, I think he knows tension, I think he knows how to build. I think he's a classic director. Mm-hmm. I think he directs very classically.
1: You know what I did like yeah. one one moment when Hellboy gets punched up through some glass above him and then his feet are sliding backwards but he's still standing and it's like breaking the floor and then he smashes into that glass and just says ow like a little yeah ow. when the glass i was like that up. looks good because they have their the camera's like focusing on the action we've kind of talked about this a little bit before but like a bad action director will cut away when the punch is mm-hmm. like delivered like when it con when it contacts con- when contact, you make contact when bleh, it contacts when it contacts <laughs> when you contract and contact uh they pull away and it's like it looks um yeah it makes it look fake and you don't get to see the like impact of the the impact of it That is just like just like a jack, just just like Billy Madison. I think,
0: like for example, Cronin in this movie, I think is visually designed wonderfully. Yeah. Oh yeah. But every time he thought I was like, great. Are we just? How many more times do I have to watch you spin your fucking knives before you
1: do anything? He cuts (laughs) the the sculpture in the museum, but before he does that, he goes like, and he's like flipping them around. It's like just cut the sculpture. We gotta go. Yeah. (laughs) That whole
0: sequence with the sculpture, I kept thinking, I for briefly, this movie was taking place in. Uh, Batman Forever and I Batman. I did kind of like him crawling down the thing yeah. like a bug though. I'm fine with it. That's not a creeping the action, down the wall, action like, like yeah. Them lining up and like surrounding him and going like get him! And I'm like, yeah. this is so what the fucking universe is this? <laughs> there's all these
2: <laughs> something I noticed watching it this time around is the thing that um there's a lot of fantastic creatures in this, but the thing that bumped me were the Nazis. They seemed the most fake, which was very strange. Mm. Like in the very beginning, yeah. Um the the Nazi that's wearing the gas mask, I was like, "This is this is we're we're coming out too strong, you guys."
1: And oh, with how like bombastic they are and like, crazy? yeah, yeah. They they're kind of they're not because they're, they're, they're supposed that to be crazy because they're, the they're the still comics, supposed but. to be human. And
2: I was just like, "Whoa, we well, this is their like paranormal." division of the Nazis. Right. I right. This is going to sound so ignorant, but is this something the Nazis did? Like, did they actually die? I think they die? did
1: look into sh- kind of shit like this. They did not, weird not experiments this, like, on extent, people. I, they, I know they
2: did fucked up experiments on people, but did they actually, I feel like I heard this somewhere that they did try and dabble in.
4: A cult? Yeah. I've heard that too. And if they didn't, then I know that Adolf Hitler used that mythic bullshit to like inspire his people. Whoa. So, and to and to scare the rest of the world, like, and it worked because the rest of the world made them supervillains and made, and, and told stories. Because they, like they were acting like supervillains. They were acting like supervillains because they were supervillains. So, yeah. um, it's
2: like we're doing experiments on people yeah. and we are doing the occult. Anything we missed. Right. <laughs> if, <laughs> if, if, if they
4: weren't actually looking in the desert for the spear that stabbed Jesus Christ, Adolf Hitler, I think like told people that they were, do you know what I mean? Just
2: How to, big just to, was that
4: spear? I don't know.
2: It was the size of like. A megalodon's tooth. What?
3: Remember when you see? <laughs>
2: oh, do, do you remember? Do you, do you remember when they showed the spear? The spear of the, that's
4: that's stabbed Christ? Jesus. Yeah, it was huge. When did they show that? Them? Spears Where? are big in, in this movie. When in did they in show, this movie? And the they show it yeah. in this movie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. they're walking. down the hallway,
3: and he's like,
0: "This oh, is cool. the spear that Christ. That's what like. Oh yeah, he yeah. said Hitler had, and he didn't die oh, until like yeah, yeah.
2: 1948. But it's so huge, and mm-hmm. I was just like, how big was Jesus?
4: Oh, Jesus was a How giant. Was Jesus? <laughs> was Jesus?
2: like nine foot eight? Yeah. Why was that spear so big?
4: It but was also like- Also,
0: I think spears are meant to be big, like well, battle spears. Dave, okay. In in he
4: your up on the thing, and so they yeah, were down he here, like, stabbing him up in the- They weren't this close. Like, they he were, was, like, playing no, on no, the cross no, and just, they-
2: uh, no I'm talking about the head of the spear they just yeah. show the head of the spear and it looks like a megalodon's tooth we all know what that means <laughs> yeah we do those prehistoric <laughs> wow. sharks I know what you're saying a the tooth, tooth big a to tooth me, just, the size the of egg. a slice of pizza it was bigger than a mm-hmm. slice of pizza now I'm hungry I also want a, I also <laughs> uh, want a baby
1: Ruth a Bud Light and a Red Bull yeah
4: I definitely yes. I, I don't like baby Ruth but when you see young broom open that up it looks give it to great baby. oh boy I'm like man I could go for a baby Ruth
1: right now also <laughs> so nachos pants. Pancakes and whatever the fuck else he was chili. He, he ate mm-hmm. a big old. He eats like he's bowl mixing bowl of bacon. bacon. Oh yeah, and pancakes and pancakes. Well, He does eat pancakes in the comics and there. lots of chili. Yeah, he likes he, he chili. <laughs> he
2: was eating like those mixing bowls of chili. Yeah
4: yeah.
1: Silver bowls.
4: I love this story. This is when he's uh, a little child and he has pancakes for the first time.
2: Oh, I've I've actually read this story.
4: Yeah, it's yeah, so, very good. So he's like, cute. I don't want it. Ugh, I don't like pan pancakes. And they go, you've never had it. Just try it. And he's like, <laughs> I like them. <laughs> it's very and good. And then goes, we've lost him. He's had the pancake. It's yeah. the best.
1: That's the him best. like, yeah, he's, he's hey, too I human now. He loves the human world. It's great. He's seen that we don't have pancakes down here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Why would you, a person mm-hmm. named Liz Sherman, mm-hmm. who has this extraordinary power
4: very dangerous
0: put her just be like cool go in a normal psych ward yeah. to yeah. figure this out yeah Th- that made no fucking sense you're gonna sense put a to lot be. of
4: people in danger if your whole and thing is
0: she did blow that place up and everybody yeah. and died. no one addressed that there's probably people dead because
4: of that
1: yeah.
2: oh yeah she going explodes and, dude is she going on
4: trial is
1: there everyone gonna be a trial everyone in the sanitarium Ugh. got fucking eviscerated
4: I imagine that the BPRD can like help with that stuff that they'll make it look like an accident to go mm. get her and I- yeah, they couldn't put her in a fireproof room i know
1: that's the thing is
0: like i think that was an, a thing where i was like i don't even think you put her there even in the script it just felt so uh, mm-hmm. it just felt so generically bad and like we mm-hmm. got to get her a separate and then i was like i feel like it would have worked the same way if she was isolated with the bprd mm-hmm. and even more of a, a a more of an emotional blow if that happened to fucking the bureau what? If it's, it's just sure things like she that really that just, doesn't yeah. have a
1: moment where she's really guilty about that afterwards, does Ever? she they
0: just take her back she to just the She She's taking
4: Polaroids. She goes back and she <laughs> says, <laughs> I'm just <laughs> here <laughs> for the weekend. Yeah. It's <laughs> like Yeah. Like, yeah. What? Where are you going? You she bunch- even said she has nowhere to go. Like <laughs> yeah.
1: is,
2: she, yeah. is she is she like um is she like an X What What is she? What is she? She is a pirate like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, fire starter. Yeah. Yeah, but she's she doesn't like that term. But
4: she's like a human that can do that?
3: Yeah. Okay, so yeah. like how'd, the closest thing would be
1: mutant. How'd she, yeah.
4: she get that power? She's born with it.
1: She born with it. One yeah. day she
0: just developed. Yeah. Cool. like she in the she like straight up killed her, kids. Kids. Yeah. Oh, she yeah. Killed her family. Yeah, I hate that flashback. I hate that flashback because it makes it seem like trauma. Like is what injured. And in the comic, mm-hmm. I think it's a more just nuanced like. Mm-hmm. Thing that occurred like it becomes almost traumatic puberty. when she kills everyone, yeah. When she, but not like, but it's not, it's oh, not necessarily. I was bullied, I was a, yeah. they called me freak for no reason, mm-hmm. and then I flipped them
2: on fire. Mm-hmm. Uh, They're yeah. mad at her
0: it for just, killing. It just feels like there's a little bit of
4: lazy for me. Those yes. story elements feel very lazy, Versus very like. Again, you go back in time. Rich. 2004, I think they did Hellboy right. I think that yeah. Abe Sapien is a supporting character. They did him right. Super cool. Yeah. Liz Sherman, I think, was the weakest of the three. Yeah. That I character development I, do, development. I do remember is not
2: reading great. an article in Entertainment Weekly saying Selma Blair sleepwalks through this role. Oh, mm, I know. Well, uh, it's a
4: t- it's a tough. Okay, I want to talk about that for a second. I don't too, think it's, it's, it's her tough, fault. I think it's the their materials not developed. Yeah, her. the materials not doing her any favors. It's a it's a stoic role. It's a very re- repressed performance because it's supposed to be. But it, mm-hmm. I don't think that the material doesn't let her come to. Those, those, the, she's the a device. Those, more she's so, device. Like yeah, you're she's, saying, yeah. Kate, like she has John hit her, as opposed to like her embracing that or whatever. Yeah. Like that little sort of mini arc that kind of doesn't happen, and
1: yeah, and it's tough. She doesn't get to make that because that really would have been. I feel like even just that move of her coming to that conclusion mm-hmm. on her own would have been huge Agreed. for her character. But it still, she still doesn't have as much agency as she should, I think, at that point. And then she's literally like naked under a blanket under Asputin, and it's like why, why like, even naked at this point to be like a, you know to look vulnerable but like hellboy's vulnerable and he's got his clothes on like mm-hmm. i don't know just mm-hmm. you know i think it, i think it, yeah that, but in a way not to say that that's like oh he's like a i don't think del Toro's like sexist i think that no. he's trying to frame that he's trying to build this as though it's a classic like universal movie. To, i do do creature from the black lagoon yeah i don't think this is the role of a woman in this movie so like I think, but then of course you see like *Pan's Labyrinth*, where a little girl is the lead. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's just him trying Shape to water. plug. He does. This I feel like he
2: does women that. really well. Uh, yeah, Post-part. he has. Yeah. *Crimson
0: Peak*. He does it terribly. I, I refuse yeah. to watch it. That that like movie that. looks
2: like I it'll give. To watch it. No, it looks like it's going to give me a headache, and I don't like that. I like Kate. the
4: posters for that. Movie. Oh, the movie's visually stunning. Yeah. But it's, it doesn't. It's,
2: it's, I look CGI hell. You know
4: what I, does, think? I think? I think I think Guillermo he can do rated R, but he doesn't do thematic rated R. I think he lives comfortably in a PG thirteen world. Yeah. Mm. with cussing, which mm. will make something rated R. Because the second you tell Guillermo, okay, you're gonna have to have sex and maybe Uh-oh. some nudity and may- I feel like he's out of his element. He yeah. does have a very adolescent. PG thirteen way to to tell stories. Yeah. So I'll just do the spoiler. A brother and sister fuck in that movie, Crimson Peak. Got it. it, and, it, <laughs> and, it and it sounds and it feels as though I'm like, are you guys trying to do Game of Thrones? Are you guys trying mm-hmm. to do Do you know what I mean? And I'm like, out. this is not, I don't think this is in your Not his strong in your, suit. Not at all. Were yeah. they not supposed to? Right. Mm, what?
2: In the movie? Is, Were they supposed to? Or is it do you feel like it was forced to make it Game of Thronesy? Or yes. is that part of the story?
4: It's part of the story, but I mean it still feels forced. It feels like Guillermo could have made that movie without stuff like that. It feels like because they were like, Guillermo, we're going to let you do it and it's rated R so go nuts. Really make it adult. And I'm like, I don't think he doesn't live in that world. He does not live in that world. I agree.
1: Adult. Yeah. Although I think he does, like, in Pan's Labyrinth, that bottle scene is, like, it's so great. crazy good. It's oh, gnarly. I'm scared yeah. of the shit out I, I, I oh, like, that wasn't was
2: prepared traumatic. for it when I watched it in the movie. Yeah. Ah, it's yeah.
0: It's crazy to me that Pan's Labyrinth, the tone, if you put that tone in Hellboy, I think he nails it.
4: Mm-hmm. Right. But I think he it, he it might sucks. not have
1: been able to have the clout to do that movie without for sure, this kind of a movie maybe. to like prove that he can make and a look, studio we're, movie. We're, like we're
4: that blaming the studio, money. but it could have also been just Guillermo as a as, as a storyteller, not as confident with True. Hellboy one for sure. True. You know, I would agree with that.
2: Oh man, I wish something we could about talk this. about the second. one. Love that line.
4: Oh. I, love that line. Oh,
0: yeah, I do
2: sorry. like that line,
0: but I you know I hate that scene though because mm. I do think that's which a, one? I think that's a good moment where he's like, I wish I could do something about this. It's heartbreaking. But yeah I love I thought that was good. Here's the thing is. That scene to me the way it's directed shows me of him and i I think he's gotten better in this, especially with shape of water and like pants lemon's example is like he little i think he does live in a world where i I always am, I was like uh you put you put like genders in such rolls mm-hmm. and it mm-hmm. feels old it, like it feels like almost it's old Frankly time-y. my dear I don't give a damn. It's yeah. that kind yes. of and I think that yeah. whole scene yeah. besides the moment I do think that's a good moment for Hellboy is him mm-hmm. and his where we finally understand where he's coming from but that scene he touches her chin and lifts her up and yeah. I, it, I cringe at that moment because I'm just like this feels like an old movie and I'm like don't touch her that way. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> like, yeah. she, and, and I also think that Liz we've already spoken about this is written in such a weak position, mm-hmm. even though she's possibly the most powerful of them. They mm-hmm. put her in such a weak position, as well as just in a device to like motivate the hero. And I'm like, Ugh, that's yep. just gross. Yeah. And I think you can just do
1: gross, better. But pretty typical, I think of it. Very typical. And also typical of the movies that he's that are the blueprints for this movie. I think. Yes, right.
0: I 100 right. agree with that. My big issues with this mostly are the choices to make it a MIB. Yeah uh to make it an mib and make it a secret society i think weaken it in a sense for my mm-hmm. for my personal mm-hmm. taste i like the world where hellboy where he is out in the open so that when you get to the point where he sees a child on the on the roof it's yeah. it makes sense for him to be like you're hellboy cool let's talk versus right. you're a secret I don't understand that child's reaction well, that other point, than they made a did comic did save a book.
1: box of kittens, right? At that point? Yeah. <laughs> but like, they're still
0: trying to keep him secret in the right. BPRD. I get the joke, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of moments in this, this script that I think are weakened by them trying to make jokes or they're just lines that are written that weaken the overall characters. One, for example, that drives me crazy. And this is dumb. I'm very... on You guys are just going to like, Dave, chill out. <laughs> Abe Saban, when we meet him, is... is when we first meet him, we think of him as a
4: high-intelligent creature, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. He has three books. Four books at once. Once. yeah, <laughs> He seems
4: very intelligent. The way he's, we relate... He's been around since 1865 or whatever, yeah. like whatever, Right?
0: Yeah. They have a line. When he One, I hate that he's weak in it, in the sense like he gets scratched, and they're like, you gotta stay in a tank. Okay, cool. Whatever. That's a whole other gripe, <laughs> because I think Abe is a much richer character than just a side character to Hellboy. But even in this movie, they could have had him be a part of it but then he's in that tank talking to fucking liz and he's like look i've been alive for so long and i've only solved two sides of this this yeah. room's a cube and i don't know you know what i mean and it was like i get the line of trying to like say that we don't know we right. whatever he's getting at with the intent point, of that scene sure. but i'm like this ruins the character. Like clunky. you're telling me that guy yeah. can't solve a Rubik's cube. Yeah, fuck you. All he's doing is <laughs> chilling mean, in a tank yeah. since I mean, the '80s. What guys, else Guys,
2: have you solved a Rubik's cube? I haven't. So, I know how to I solve.
1: solve could do a one yeah, so yeah, I've seen
0: a video of you solving. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can solve
1: video it. of you solving. It's just patterns. It's all just patterns. You don't have to be smart you don't it have to can. be smart i wanted to because um will smith does it in fresh prince when he's talking to the princeton uh, oh, that, that's <laughs> me. that is yeah so, me. so i was is like that what he does it cool. in the
4: pursuit of happiness too
1: i actually don't know that would be cool if he could actually solve it like i mean i assumed that it was like kind of set up but for, mm-hmm. like i mean yeah i was like oh that's so cool i bet he can because mm-hmm. he people were probably like Talk to him about that shit because like, back in the 90s, that showed that you were a super genius, that yeah. you could fucking solve this. Yeah. Ones. And so, and it's really just memorizing patterns, I'll tell yeah. you. Right.
0: And I'm like, Abe knows fucking patterns yeah. at this point. That guy yeah, is, he'd be able to do it. He'd be like, look, I could do this, but not I think everybody he just can. just wanted
1: something, like, honestly, I think that's, <laughs> it's a lie. Del Toro I get just it. being like, visually, how yeah. cool would it look if he was in there with the little Rubik's Cube? Like, yeah. I think it's just. even is, fine with the
0: Rubik's It's more the line than the real right. yeah, deal playing. Is, yeah. I understand if he plays with the Rubik's Cube that totally makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. But it the fact that he couldn't solve them to me was like, wait, that doesn't line up. with That would have been character. my
1: favorite. If they had put, instead of the Jeffrey Tambor mid credit scene to have Abe solve it, that <laughs> like, would have been oh, incredible. Yeah. It's like, oh. just a little quiet. Yeah. Like, Oh, <laughs> that
0: would have been brilliant.
1: Oh,
4: it's
0: pattern.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then, oh, that's all it is. And <laughs> speaking and of then the BPRD intern turns all of his pages. Oh my
0: God. That would been great. <laughs> just a sad little intern. Yeah.
1: Uh,
0: also, the Tom Manning character drives me nuts in this movie. Who's Tom Manning? He is Jeffrey, Tam- Jeffrey, Jeffrey Tambor. Jeffrey Tambor's yeah. character. Um, because i again, it's and again, it's just because beca-
1: he hates Hellboy's
0: guts. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I think that's a it's a, again another a, a device that it's all like these weird external things, but not really going after the richness that is Hellboy, which is that one line of like, I wish I could get rid of this. Yeah, yeah. him his understanding of what he is, but proving everybody wrong, but. I don't know. The Tom Manning, and I think it just roots back to me wishing the BPRD wasn't an MIB. I wish it was just a part. In the comics, is it out in the open? Yeah, it's just a bureau. Literally, that's what I love about the comics. It's like a branch of the government. Government. That people know. And I like that. Choosing to make a universe where, like, yeah. Yeah. And I was honestly thinking about this yesterday of, like, and I think this speaks to what you guys are right about. How, like, in 20... uh, 2004 (laughs) 2004 2004 2004 i'm I'm bad my brain bad (laughs) (laughs) you're just used to one thing that's that maybe they weren't our world was like still naive in a sense of like there's not crazy things that go on behind the scenes and now with how shitty our government has become and how clear it is like yeah, things are fucked up and also things have been living in the shadows right are you like to me, BPRD is just like oh, the America knows this bureau exists. We just don't know what's behind the door. right. Just that like how sense. FBI and CIA, yes. we all know they exist. We don't know. What's we don't behind know the details, doors. and that's what I feel like is cool in the comics. Is that BPRD is an open organization. Mm-hmm. We don't know exactly what they do with on the day to day, but that's what I wish it would have been. So because then it would have been like less
4: hiding him and just like well i think out in i the think opening. then you have one of two options the first option is you try to tell a story in which it's our world but you want to fit hellboy and his characters in that world mm-hmm. and and the appeal of that is easy to understand it's cool it's cool as if you if you're telling me that secretly hellboy is a thing a thing that's been active since 1945 and he's been running around fighting monsters that are also real vampires werewolves etc that's cool the flip side of that is you tell a story where you say there is an alternate history of the world in the United States where since 1945, since Hellboy came out, it's been a thing. They've developed an organization, a branch of the government, and this is an alternate universe, another reality that is very close to ours, except the key difference is at some point in you know in history, things diverged when this character or this event happened, and then now we have the world that we have it. I think audiences are more ready for that today well, yeah, than I mean, they could have been did, in 2004. But what year
0: did Iron Man come out? 2008.
4: Now, yeah. again, this early This very of yeah. its, ta- of it's, its very time. It's very of its time, I yeah. agree. Yeah. But even Iron Man is basically like, okay, this movie takes place in our world because the only thing we're trying to tell you is the world is the same it is, except there's one really smart guy named Tony Stark, and he's smart right. enough that he can build the suit. We're going to show you him building the suit. So there's no crazy magic makeup technologic- technological jumps that we have to make. Mm-hmm. We're going to show you him making a suit in a cave. So you will buy it. Cut to Avengers Endgame. It's another universe where there's talking raccoons and other dimensions and time travel and all this stuff that's like, it's not saying that it's in our world. It already has been since Iron Man. And even since before Iron Man, they retroactively were like, well, also in World War II, Captain America was a thing. So even since then. For sure. And even earlier than that, Thor with uh, with Norway and whatever, there's an alternate history of the United States. Wakanda is not a country that exists. And there's an alternate history of Earth's history. So I think audiences are now more accustomed Accustom to, to it. that Yeah, so, I would agree with that. Yeah, I just think I wish, even I wish,
0: people were more outwardly okay with Hellboy because I think mm. that is a richer story of than the you know, villain. You know what I like? Than the villain yeah. showing up and saying, "No, you're meant to you're be. Freak. You're you're meant right. to be a terrible thing."
4: Yeah, and and then going like, "No." Well, what I like mm. about Hellboy comics, again, the little that I've read, is that he does go around, and there is not. A moment with every character that he interacts with where they go oh my god you're the devil Mm -hmm. but i also feel like all the characters that he interacts with are already kind of tapped into some supernatural stuff do you know what i mean he Mm -hmm. goes into the appalachian mountains and there's guys up there that are like hey and he's like hey I've been sent out here because my buddy, you know, told me that uh, his friend needed needed my help or whatever. And he's like, yeah, well, there's this thing out in the woods. I'll come with you. So there's people already. They're like, yeah, this thing been here for 50 years. Mm -hmm. It's 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 the hanged man. It's a real creepy thing. Like people are already tapped into stuff. So in my kind of headcanon, Hellboy is almost tapped into supernaturally like open people. And it's, you know, and so he I don't think he's walking around the city in the middle of the day. I think he's still kind of hidden. But whenever he does go interact with the world, again, the story that I just fell in love with, Hellboy's in Mexico for two years, from, two, from 1954 to 56, yes. goes down there to fight. He was sent down there, again, to fight this thing that's been plaguing people, this supernatural monster. But then he meets three luchador wrestling triplet like brothers, or like mm-hmm. two older brothers and a younger brother or whatever, right? And these three guys, again, they're not freaked out at Hellboy because they're just like, hey, we saw some vampires. Yeah. We could, and then Hellboy's like, and then I just joined up with them for a while yeah. and we just rode around and killed monsters and shit. And like those three human dudes are, and every time they go to a bar, they party with Hellboy and all like the Mexicans there are like, eh, cool. Because yeah. again, they are all kind of been plagued by whatever the vampires and whatever has been attacking them. Yeah, Hellboy's not living in an apartment in New York or, like, walking, or, you know, taking the subway. Like, right. he's still kind. And then he goes back home to the BPRD party until he needs to get sent out again to do, like, another mission thing. I think so. it's
0: less than him being, being secret and more just the world in general is accepting that these things of exist. All things. Yeah, maybe. And we're yeah. just seeing the stories, whereas, like... I think they just chose in the movie to do the MIB. We're like, mm-hmm. our world won't accept that, so we have it, yeah, to keep them it's in the an, dark.
4: Right, it's an easier pitch. It's an easier sell. I for think. sure, yeah. I get that. Yeah. It
0: just, for me, makes the movie fall into generic town where yeah. I am watching MIB that happens to have Hellboy, Hellboy rather than its own thing.
4: And you're frustrated because you just want good, accurate Hellboy like uh, uh, adaptation today. They haven't done it
0: yet. Yeah, and I think they've. I mean, this was the closest thing, and then mm-hmm. they fucked it up big time. And the, car- <laughs> and the cartoons, kind of the little. I haven't seen movies. the cartoons. You haven't yet. seen them yet.
3: Mm. Pretty good.
0: I hope they're pretty good. I
1: can't pretty wait. Good. We're going chronologically, so it's like we're oh, gonna man. visit those. You guys are in the year two thousand four. Have you read every yeah. comic that came out in Hellboy
4: up to two thousand four at this point? And now you is that how you're doing it?
1: I think we have are on 2002 Yeah, we're, we've read or
4: three. were up to, we to two thousand. Oh, we are up wow. to two thousand four. Okay, Cause cool. Because like the
0: thing we just, the things we've recently read that were from that Wizard magazine. Yeah, where well, they were part of
4: advertising for this movie. Oh, for the wow.
1: BPRD stuff. Yeah. Okay, cool, cool, cool. That's cool. cool. Yeah, Would you guys we get are. this
4: list just like the databases online. Yeah, I just have a yeah, database they have, like, publication yes. order.
1: Yeah, but yeah, That's great. again. <laughs>
0: This movie just falls short in those little things where I'm just like, you got it, you were close, Mm -hmm. but for me, you didn't get it all.
4: Mm -hmm. And uh, I remember used to used to hate this. You had such a hatred for this movie, though, Mark. Dave, you must have come around since 2019. I'm probably fine with it.
3: Yeah, it's more
0: the the area I I don't need to. I mean, I'll watch the director's thing just to have that experience in his commentary. Yeah, just because I like that stuff. But Mm -hmm. I think after this episode, I'll
1: probably never watch it. I won't revisit it again. I probably will watch it again. (laughs) Yeah, I think I will. Um, and like that and blade, <laughs> yeah. And
2: there's just cool. there's just yeah,
1: generically rolls.
0: bad for my taste. Yes. This is just my taste. Bad action scenes in it. Sure. That like I get there. There are scenes that are spectacle, but I just think he does bad.
1: They just got to get a fucking martial arts director up in here for a fucking mm. every action scene. I swear. Right. Like, I mean, also. You're dealing with a lot of prosthetics and CGI, so it's like we want to pull away to maybe not look, make that look like, like shit.
4: For sure. This guy looks awesome when he's in his practical suit. Yes. With yeah. that big, long, skinny yeah, finger sub-mill. in the subway. Problem is, he's not going to be really moving like, you right. know. Uh, it's a, it was a weird, be weird, be weird thing he's like, standing up and he's like, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. hell boy, you can easily sidestep yeah, that. Right. It's a guy yeah. in a rubber suit.
0: Like Slow it's as not,
4: hell. Yeah,
0: One of my favorite moments in him fighting Zamel is, he, after he throws him up in that glass moment you were talking about, and yeah. he goes, ow. He it you it's like Guillermo wasn't like there's a cut in it where Guillermo shows Samuel open a gate (laughs) in order so it's almost like he thinks that we understand the geography of the subway that he needs the monster needs to open a gate (laughs) in order to get to the (laughs) stairs to walk up. Like as I was watching, like what the fuck? Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. The stuff that he does
1: choose to show show you as opposed to like in his action sequences are a little funny. And like
0: Connie said, there's an iconic moment. In this that you well, love I
2: I remember watching the back that I think it might have been DVD commentary where they're talking about where he he's rescuing that agent from getting hit by a car uh-huh and he the car won't stop which is weird because yeah. there's a human and a hellboy in front of you <laughs> yeah. and he's like red means stop and he punches the hood of the car and it flips so, and they were discussing the logistics of making that in practical effects. Uh-huh. Cool. And so they attached it to like they do a magician's trick of attaching it to a little crane thing nice. and flipping the car. And I was just like, all of that work to make this super cool shot, and they did it in practical effects, and I and to get it from uh, different angles. Yeah, and it's a. It's a great shot. It's so. Funny. It is a great Good. shot. I think mm-hmm. that
0: sequence is bonkers. Yeah, because they jump. They, they the the location makes it's, it's like, it's like location. a little
4: Hollywood or it's a Halloween trick or treat like. Street, and then all of a sudden, there's a two lane street that's the, the cars are going as fast as a freeway. Yeah, and there's like eight thousand cars on there, and I'm oh, like, oh yeah, everyone's Why? speeding. I'm <laughs> like, wait a minute. I thought this was a one lane thing because <laughs> they're like dodging. They're like, there's a car in front of me, there's a car behind me. I'm like, this was, I thought it was like a one- like <laughs> if I saw who someone that that, yeah. that
0: that that festival
4: and that put it on next to a freeway. Camp? This was a Dude. freeway.
0: Great. Yeah. But this is not
2: a freeway. This like, is so, a if, alleyway <laughs> street. Also, that the reality is, if a human starts crossing the street, yeah, cars are gonna start stopping. Even if it's a freeway, people aren't going to just be like, "Gotta keep going, gotta yeah. keep going." I'm late.
4: Yeah, it's like
2: it's car land now. Like, <laughs> it's Halloween? car. You're in
1: car land, baby. Yeah. Ha-
4: Halloween Eve at 8 30 at night. I gotta go home. Like, yeah. <laughs> where are you going?
3: Yeah. Late weird. for surgery. Yeah.
0: Let's do some final thoughts. Okay. I'll I'll save a couple of things You'll for it? my final thoughts. But I'll, let's start I'll, go, to start. I'll go
4: final thoughts first. Um, I'm really happy that this movie exists. It was an entry point for the character for me. It uh it reinvigorated my interest in Hellboy the comics again recently because y'all asked me to come and be on the podcast which yeah. is so great so thank you again because now i'm like so open to doing a deep dive and reading as much of the stuff as i can and i'm so excited for you the correct yeah. order and like to just keep going <laughs> i i mean listen i got i got both of the short story omnibuses and i have the four volumes of straight Hellboy Ooh. from 94 until whatever. Like, I'm good to go. Yeah, it's the stuff after where it's yeah. like, I gotta go get Kotchki the Deathless. I gotta go get Rasputin miniseries. Like, all those little yeah. things. There's so much stuff.
0: There's so Do much.
1: you have a library card? <laughs>
4: Do you, yeah, I, always you?
1: Push, no, push I always push. Push hoopla. hoopla. It's yeah. Hoopla. Yeah. It's it's it is the Is it on there? It's all because I have there. Marvel
4: Unlimited. Yeah, which I mean, is like I do Marvel that. stuff. There's a lot of but, Marvel stuff on Hoopla too. But Dark Horse too. is not. It doesn't have their own thing. But Hoopla, you're saying has Hellboy stuff. And it's Look great. It is love so it. great, dude. I, I really
1: it. cannot push this shit enough. Hoopla's like great. I work for Hoopla. I swear to God. So yeah. So yeah. Final. They even have
4: the omnibus. This is very cool. Final thoughts is. I love the cast. I love the score. I wish they did a part three. I like it, but it does suffer from being from 2004 mm-hmm. and all of that entails. And, uh, but I forgive it. And I think also I'm, I maybe I'm only going to watch it again if I'm like showing Hellboy to somebody for the first time. Like if they, if they know nothing about it, I'll be like, okay, let's watch the first movie and then I'm gonna let you borrow one of these bad <laughs> yeah. boys and you'll see how it's different. Ramp it um, up. Yeah. Those are my final thoughts. That's um,
2: great. I, I, enjoyed this movie it was a fun entry point for me for all for the character um i forgive it for a lot of stuff because you know just so much charisma in the movie and i enjoy this like the sequel i enjoy learning about the character and it's just like i i'm a big del toro fan so it's um i'll i'll probably end up watching this again yeah so
1: yeah did you have like a favorite, can you think of a line in particular, maybe not a favorite, but like a memorable one that you enjoyed uh, or like any part of it that you enjoyed, I guess, not just Well, I think
2: I might be confusing it with the sequel now because, right? because right. there's a parts in the sequel that I really like with the tooth fairy and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. But like, um, I, I don't know. I just, I love the scene with Hellboy and Abe. I love the scene with Hellboy and that little kid. Mm-hmm. There's some stuff that just, I'm like, that was well done and this is a good idea yeah to do that
1: yeah and those are the parts that i think um are in there just to illustrate that he is more human than Mm -hmm. monster Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which is like i I think like an audience would totally be ready for more of that stuff Mm -hmm. i I totally agree i think that like him and abe in the bus like there's just it feels like pretty natural like him being like one little sheet of glass between us and them story Mm -hmm. of my life like all these like kind of back and forth that are like pretty fun and like clever bantery but without being like so unbelievable or stupid yeah um uh yeah i think just i really do enjoy the moments where they get to like be front buddies together the most for sure
2: Del roll is really good at humanizing monsters yeah yeah mm-hmm.
1: and that's Great. like what that's that's what this comic is like all about man just being like you know you don't have to look a certain way to to be a good person, essentially, is like what it really breaks yeah. down to. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty much it. I I agree, Connie. I think I probably will watch this movie again. I mean, I have the you own it. Own, own it. I own it. <laughs> um, it might be a little minute until I do. I mean, at this point, I probably will watch. Like, just looking at these special features and how many discs are on here, and like how beautifully put together it is, like I feel like I want to just explore this a little bit out of pure nostalgia of like doing that with dvds and i used to fucking exhaust dvds dude i used to watch every single thing that they I would do. put on that shit mm-hmm. hell yeah and like i have a
4: special special space on my shelf to help me organize i'm like these blu-rays i've awesome. seen everything and everything oh, else not, everything I've, else is in order yeah. i've
1: uh like platinumed these yeah ones exactly and I, now it's i gotta 100 go <laughs> percent completion for <laughs> yeah. these blu-rays yeah amazing I mean, that that's what this really made me, like, I, I think this director's cut in particular made me so excited to, like, go back and watch this movie for that reason. It just feels like it was a time when I was, like, super excited to watch every single part of a movie, and I don't know. I miss that, and that's cool, and it's cool that this movie, like, kind of brought that back. There certainly are flaws, and there certainly are a lot of things that are that differ from the comic or were condensed into, like, one character from two characters kind of a thing, mm-hmm. Um <laughs> And I think a female character really could have used a little bit more agency. Two female in it, characters, in my hello. opinion. Um, yeah, I but agree. besides that, you know, I still, I still enjoyed it, Dave. And this was my first exposure to Hellboy ever. Really, I don't
0: think anybody cool. should not enjoy it. Yeah. yeah, cool. But I'm not gonna not hide that I don't. <laughs>
3: yeah,
1: yeah, that's fine. That's the thing is like, and, and any listeners too, like, if you have extreme or you know any views on this one way or another, like, mm-hmm. we want to hear about it, like. It's it's a fucking movie. It's a piece of entertainment, and you're gonna have you're gonna feel a certain way about it. So I that's a okay.
0: Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> I think John Hurt is not praised enough for playing the he perfect. Oh, he did amazing. So well. Yeah, amazing. Like he had. I would honestly, and as much had, as it, I think John P- Ron Perlman has charisma, and I'll give yes, you that. Yes, I think a lot of the lines are bad, uh, regardless of his charisma. I think mm-hmm. he sells them. So mm-hmm. I'm like, good. I like Ron Perlman a lot of them. Like he gets up from blowing up or the monster and he's just like, that's going to hurt in the morning. I'm like, oh, fuck you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that line. Second fuck date, you. no
1: tongue. He, yeah. I actually think that line works for me. weirdly. <laughs> Opposite.
0: <laughs> you, I, you thought I that, do like nachos. I think that line is actually funny. I do, yeah. <laughs> cause I'm like, I did, it like, cause that's the banter I want him to have with a monster. Mm-hmm. Um, it's other places that I'm like, eh, all right. You know what? I appreciate. did love
1: uh, his delivery. on. sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. When, please, he, when he's like, when he's kind of stalking Liz and John on their date, and he's like, She took his picture. Yeah, she took his picture. She took his picture. He had a lot of fun with that, huh? Yeah, he
3: had
4: he had picture. some human human
1: mm-hmm. good yeah. human in it. I loved yeah. it. I was like, that is so fun. Like to also, have him repeat that. Phrase. Him
4: with the corpse, Ivan was great. And yeah. say, say, hi to Ivan.
1: Yeah, fuck you. Yeah. And like Russian basically. Yeah. Like. Yeah. So yeah. good. That's if I had good. legs, I'd kick your ass. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Very good. I we think I just wanted less Go. people there. Yeah, more monster stuff.
0: Well, yeah, well, like on that end scene, it it, it goes in that territory of like uh, Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull where you're like, why are there so many people on this agents. adventure? Why is agents. John Hurt
4: here? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like exactly. Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. are like, good Inter-dimensional lord. Interdimensional beings in point of fact. Where I'm like, a <laughs> anything- I- guy that plays young Broom is also great. Yeah.
1: He, how yeah. good casting is that? He's doing a that? great young job. He looks just Hurt. like I would agree with that. Yeah. And you like his yeah, yeah. his delivery of shut. Oh, he must man. be
4: here for the sheep. You're like you <laughs> little <Yeah. laughs> shut up. <He's> <laughs> <really> <laughs> Bastard?
0: Uh I don't here are my quick thoughts. I think uh Guillermo did a great job. I think they got the 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 studio really suckered this movie, I think, into making it generically superhero. Whereas I do think if you tap into this this material He's not a superhero. I think he's a paranormal, supernatural being. He's not a classical superhero. I think I disagree that's with you. You know why?
4: Why? I think that I, I read somewhere a definition of a superhero story to try to define it because it's okay. such a huge, wide range of genres. Great. It is that there is a character who has some kind of a identity, whether it's a secret identity or something. Okay. Their life, they have some sort of a mission. Okay. Their life is, is involves violence somehow. And then I forgot what the fourth element was, but the, but the, but out of the, but I know out of the four elements, Hellboy does. Then I would check think he's a more okay. Then I would say he he, I think he's more of a specific one that I think sure. they keep
0: shoehorning him into. Oh, I agree. I agree. Making him like Marvel.
4: I like agree. Those. And even so, a character like the Hulk should really be more like Hellboy, but they've shoehorned him into like he's a good guy. He can just be the Hulk. He can, you know. Yeah. 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 And I think that they
0: miss the and like even the opening sequence misses a little bit of like what I find funny about him coming into this world mm. in Seed of and see the destruction. And there's a little over like a little bit of overwrittenness that I think confuses this movie in my opinion. Yeah. Like at the top. I don't even really understand Rasputin's fucking motivation. It He he reiterates it, but it sort of changes. At the beginning, he's like, I'm going to bring about this big dragon. Yeah. And then it happens that Hellboy comes along. But in, if you read the comics, the Nazis are like, hey, man, you fucked up. Nothing showed up. And he's like, bullshit. And there's a longer oh, yeah. con from Rasputin. And I think that's something that I think that the movie suffered by trying to jam it all into one two-hour experience yeah. versus like let's condense like one story with Hellboy and tease that there's a bigger thing for him. Agreed. Uh, yeah. Behind the, behind cool the see, shadow. I feel like it
1: could have fit in a line of Rasputin's philosophy of like I'm not a Nazi. I am worse. I'm bringing about the destruction of the entire world. Like yeah. Something like he's you know.
0: using the Nazis is really what you find mm-hmm. out. Yeah. yeah. And,
1: but I mean, Broom does say when he sees Cronin, I see the puppet. Where's the puppeteer? And yeah, then, great moment. Oh, he also had those sick ass rectangular glasses and a white scarf when he's walking with the Russian
3: like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, like, oh god, whatever leader. Rasputin. Um, there were a lot of <laughs> Rasputin's
0: design is. I thought that so... that made me
3: think of
1: Blade in such a way where it's like, oh, he just like looks cool. <laughs> yeah.
0: Cool to look cool versus just like what? What are, yeah. what are would, why? What do you
1: Why would you I dress like this? Fun watching this movie, man. That's the main difference for me. Fun, dude. This movie was fun. 2019 Hellboy for me was not fun. Oh, man. 2019 is idea. not
0: fun. This is this is high art in the yeah. two comparisons. <laughs> but I mean, overall, I mean that one thing we didn't speak about. Mm. I there's a part of me that goes like, I get that film directors do this and they think they think they're doing a nod to the source material, mm-hmm. but to me it always feels a little bit like they're they're being like tongue-in-cheek about like yeah this is what i'm working with when a, a comic book movie puts a right. comic book oh. in it like I'm logan like, yeah i'm like yeah. i don't think i think you actually think that you're being like praised but i think secretly subconsciously you're you're crapping taking, on it you're crapping on it and yeah. i think yermo unconsciously did that a little bit with like he has his comic book i'm like i don't get that why I would it that it also doesn't make sense that he would have a comic book in the world but those are just Little. right because
1: people are scared of him yeah like would it i don't know but There's, listen man But those are it's, just it's,
0: things that i think they do to nod but then sure. i think it muddies the water of what could be potentially a fun a, a beyond just fun but a, a richer movie that i know the guillermo del Toro's but
1: capable really, of. it's again it's just audiences not being as familiar with comic books sure. as a movie like they probably heard like it's a comic book they made into a movie i bet that sucks and like <laughs> so they had to be like this isn't just going to be lame. It's going to be cool for these. I don't fucking know, man. Whatever. Jeez. And then just like make Il-
0: <laughs> I get what you're saying, though. You okay? know what I mean? I 100% get what you're saying. Make Ilsa be a little more. I hated the sexuality between Ilsa and Rasputin. Again, I think the two women just end up being devices uh-huh. for men, which mm-hmm. is a sign of its times. Oh, agreed. <laughs> and I'm just like, I can't. <laughs> it just grates me harder. If I already somewhat <sighs> dislike the movie, that shit's going to just yeah. rise to the surface harder yeah. for me. Yeah.
1: It didn't surprise Surprised me. For I mean, sure. I, having seen the movie before, You're, but also like rewatching it, I was like, oh, yeah, 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 like For, that's a yeah. yeah, yeah, I get
0: that. Make Abe a little stronger, mm-hmm. uh, rather than just a side character. But Broom, perfect. Love I do him. think like John Hurt, yeah. every line he said, like and he the looks bump, just like, he's like the thinking, comics, yeah, yes. he looks just like it. When he says that line, which they ha- s- use in the trailer, when he says the line of like, we're the thing that fights what goes bump in the dark. in the bump, night, bump in the, bump the night, in the night yeah. yeah, that line. From John Hurt as perfect. I feel like mm-hmm. anybody else yeah, says bro, it, it's, it's we're gonna hate back. it. He's per- he he truly like it. I don't know. There's just such belief behind John yeah. Hurt. You know mm-hmm. what else? I nice? get the same thing with Ron Perlman. I just think the lines sort of like fall short. You know Mm -hmm. what
1: else really made this movie feel warmer and more fleshed out to me was just the set design looked fucking beautiful. And like they go from I mean, we've kind of talked about this like silvery kind of kind of facade of the BPRD. Yeah. But then when you get deeper, it's like a comfortable library that they fucking chill in. And like Hellboy has his own room with all the cat like stuff everywhere. Yeah you know. It's good. Like, it's, it's very good production It's really design. solid. Like
4: You guys are bumming me out about the 2019 movie. Because I was already oh, like, man. I already knew it's bad. It but feels
1: empty. It like really feels yeah. lacking. I have a lot of friends difference. that told
4: me it was so bad, but I was hoping that coming to talk to you guys with your love <laughs> of Hellboy that you would at least go eh, this is cool about you, it. Okay, but you no, you how I s- me nothing. No. You know
0: how I said I wouldn't watch this movie again yes. what we're talking about today? Yeah. If you had, to, if you had to tell me hey, man, you have to watch this Hellboy a thousand yeah. more times or, or you can watch Hellboy. the new one, one one more. I'd be like, I'll take the, I'll take the Guillermo a thousand oh my, more I'll take, times. I'll a
4: thousand? It's not a, That's 2,000 hours. <laughs> you,
0: I can express how much I don't like about this Guillermo one. Yes. And I think I can still watch it and not feel exhausted. I, could, I personally think mm-hmm. I can have fun still watching this mm-hmm. one. I believe whereas it. the new one is just exhausting and it's not fun.
4: But you guys posted pictures of y'all eating popcorn and stuff going to the movies. It I mean, it's still, it, you know,
1: it's like when you go to see, it's like Connie's bad movie night. You know, yeah, you got to yeah, yeah. go have yeah. fun and see a stupid fucking movie. Uh, yeah, you exactly. see it opening
4: weekend. Did you see it opening night? No. no it was I, like, a, it was I like was two, two weeks, weeks later. <laughs> yeah, we yeah. saw it two weeks later. Yeah. Uh, a while
1: after. It was this timing. We couldn't
0: get yeah, out. Yeah, I was opening. out of town.
1: But it was like, oh, Oh, okay. Last, last thing about. Oh, I'm gonna keep talking. Okay, yeah. Somebody says they have to leave. In the credits, in the credits, after the mid-credit scene. So, like, you guys gotta watch the full credits you get a Hellboy movie theme song reminiscent to like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or like Adam's Family or something. Way worse. It's like on that level. Yeah. It's like a rock song that's like, I'm a red guy and I'll walk around. It's like so. Hellboy. Hellboy. You think
0: Ron Perlman still, he like his alarm clock is that song? Yeah. (laughs) Hellboy. Yeah.
1: He just like, yeah, he just cranks that he up just in his car. It. He's like, yeah, man. Go listen to it. I tried to find it isolated. I mm-hmm. couldn't. I That's couldn't weird. find the title of the song. They're, they didn't credit the song at the end yeah, of the movie. True. I, I watched the whole thing to see like, oh, Nerds where is it? Nerds on the
4: internet will tell you what it is, who did it. Please yeah. do. I mean, yeah, if you guys know, we got a couple
1: there. of like, we got a couple of really good research heavy fans that I think would cool. be able to find that. I mean, you know, I did all of eight seconds of looking and all I could find was the end credits in full yeah not the song by itself yeah
0: um, another thing that was just confusing I got I got to stop talking about it <laughs> but <laughs> at the end sequence it's almost like I would say this I think the beginning is 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 what I don't like a lot about it leading up to it anytime I just saw Hellboy and on it like actually in action doing what he does I think it's fine it mm-hmm. it, 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 it's, it checks off all the marks and does it fine it's more of that like them tackling the deep the deeper, richer stuff of Hellboy and also like what Rasputin's motivations are because it really seems happenstance a lot of times where I'm like, this is confusing. So at the end, the eclipse starts. So it doesn't make sense. The eclipse starts before Hellboy even decides to become a monster. I don't know, man. But it's just things like that that I'm like, no, dude, like if this thing's about him bringing about the the, the apocalypse or whatever, which is part of his mythos, Mm Don't like slip in like weird random shit of like, well, the eclipse is approaching now. I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? Yeah. Just give you a
1: time crunch. (laughs) I hate that that shit. Yeah. I I hate
0: the time crunch for no sake. But I think there's already emotional character stakes that they could have dipped harder into. Agreed. And been and we—that's all we needed.
3: It
1: leaned on a lot of trips like that. I think the entire movie. Oh, guys. my friends!
0: I remember specifically when I saw this movie in the theater. How much my friends did hate it more than me, even really, and they made fun of the dragons at the end. And I think they're a hundred percent right. The dragons are bad. They just look like fucking phallic they're just, symbols. They're just Cthulhu. They're, yeah, they're tentacles. But cool. I think they could have been a little bit more designed. Okay.
4: Better.
1: I mean, I, I have don't yet don't to see out. the dragon in the comic. Yeah. But they do have tentacles. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I'm pretty right. sure they
4: do too. <laughs> I, I also, with my lack of knowledge of the comic, still felt that at the end there are these interdimensional gods, these huge Cthulhu type Lovecraftian nightmares, cosmic nightmares. And then one comes through, or whatever, or Rasputin turns into it, and then Hellboy defeats it with like a string of grenades. I was like, shouldn't that have been? Don't you need to say some incantation or some shit to like get it to go back? Like I'm like, just grenades? Oh well, then let him through. What's the big deal? We have armies. Like we've got tanks. What's the big deal? We'll go blow them up.
1: That would have been cool. I mean, they. uh, It was a
4: little rushed of an ending. It's fine. Yeah, Yeah, even I thought that. But I'm like, who cares? Whatever.
1: Uh, But at that point, it's just like this movie could be over. Yeah um everybody atomic hobo hellboy forceps the name of this song apparently oh hell yeah it's uh, called
4: hellboy atomic hellboy Ho-
1: forceps forceps i guess and it's
4: done by atomic robo hobo atomic hobo yeah okay cool <laughs> the
1: only comment on this youtube video of the end credits is from satan's gay niece and that <laughs> youtube user says anyone oh know where God. i can find the song that starts at 210 which is the song i'm talking about yeah and one person says atomic hobo hellboy forceps
4: did they provide a link or did you say that they name? did not and when i
1: googled that phrase i'm not getting anything yeah. i'm not getting it so i think
4: somebody's trying to prank Satan's gainies. Satan's gainies. Yeah. Sorry,
2: Satan's gainies. Sorry, so, Satan's I think niece. someone's not taking Satan's gainies seriously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <This is> bullshit. <laughs> uh, but okay, you know what? <laughs>
0: I do think that it, you guys turned me around. Thanks, man. I still don't like it. That's but okay. I think <laughs> but I think it is a movie worthy of being watched. Mm-hmm, cool. Definitely. Cool. Um great. Um, listeners, we want to hear from you. We want to hear your rants want to hear you shit on me uh <laughs> praise the movie uh you can you can email us at ah crap a hellboy podcast at gmail.com how uh, many
4: w's in that just the one ah crap yeah yeah just the one okay, baby cool okay because you were
0: like ah <laughs> crap but it's just ah crap this is how i gotta say it. okay cool Aw. i just like drawing it out <laughs> great um real quick for our listeners is there anything based on the hellboy that you think you would suggest for mm. our re- listeners to read, watch, or enjoy as well?
2: I have not read the comics, so I would say start with the comics. <laughs> <laughs> well, even if it's like something
0: that you think, oh, I it's liked Cowboys Hellboy. You liked Hellboy. What else would you suggest that somebody to watch or oh. read or whatever?
2: Well, Hellboy for me, it's like an unexpected thing I didn't think I would like. I- something else that... Rings to mind is uh, How to Train Your Dragon. Mm,
4: That's good. a very good underrated yeah. franchise. Kind of 100% 100% visually inspired. Feels like I'm not
2: really into comics. And when I did, I read Archie Ducktales. Cool. And currently, for uh, my friend, randomly got me a Rescue Rangers comic. Cool. Yes. I meant to
1: bring some comic books for you, and I totally forgot. Uh, well, oh. We, well, but we both forgot. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I'll get them to you later. Yeah. Uh, great, uh, yeah. those are all great. Yeah. What mm-hmm. about
4: you Hector? Um this is tough cuz Hellboy comics I think are so like unique. They're just so unique. I really agree. they really really are. If if you like stuff like Hellboy if you like um some of that moody type of stuff I would check out. Well, I'm sure your listeners are probably well aware of the cartoon show, Samurai Jack. They're probably pretty aware of it. Who cares if they're aware? Tell I them revisit like it. I like it. Revisit it. The fifth season's great. If you haven't seen it, I like the idea, like Samurai Jack, like Hellboy, like Conan the Barbarian, that character who just travels and it's like a different story in a different setting with each episode or adventure, I think is cool. Yeah. And I think Samurai Jack falls into that, uh, storytelling trope as well. Um, and then, in terms of comics, uh, go read um, go read Invincible by Robert Kirkman. Yeah, who did The Walking Dead? Have y'all read it? No, oh, yeah, you, yeah, mm-hmm. Mark, Dave, you've read it. Okay, great. Yeah, I've like yeah. reached out to you about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we've had texts about oh okay, getting yeah, yeah, okay, asking you questions. So oh, I made so sure good. I read everything. It's so good. It's not. It's like it's like Hellboy in that it's, it's it's like a alternate universe, but it's really good, and there's a lot of good character development in it. And but it you is. You know, um, know what I love about? It? Yeah, it ends. Exactly. That That's shit needs to end. That's what's cool about it. That is what's cool about it. I do it, yeah.
0: I, I I know that sounds like me being snarky, no, but, but the it, fact it that you start and it has an end and yes. actually something coming to an end, I think I think we in this day and age mm-hmm. with reboots, um mm-hmm. things getting like canceled and coming back because we have to have it. Like I think we don't appreciate how much it makes things richer
4: when they I come agree. to a
0: conclusion I agree. and then you can go back and revisit.
4: You know? I 100% agree. That's why people like Avengers Endgame. And that's why, uh, especially compared to other stuff in the genre, Invincible is cool and unique is that it does end, it moves towards an ending, characters grow, change, die, don't come back. Yeah. And that's that seems that seems like that should be a no brainer, but it's actually yeah. the opposite with other superhero comic books. So yeah, read that. Very true. Cool. Anything,
0: Kate, you wanna suggest?
1: Um, if you wanna watch Selma Blair Shine, you should watch the TV canceled TV show Kath and Kim. All right. Love <laughs> oh, really it. Oh, I'm aware of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. She's great funny, it. dude. It's uh, like a remake cool. of this Australian TV show, and it's her and Molly Shannon as mother, daughter. mother and daughter. Oh, great. And it's, I mean, uh, to be fair, I haven't watched it in maybe a decade, but I remember loving it. I remember it I rewatched Selma the pilot Burn.
2: over and over again. Yeah, I
1: love it. I, I really like I for me that's my homework I have to go rewatch this. Also like Summer Blair has pretty severe MS right now and yeah. like yeah. probably won't act anymore and it's pretty fucking sad but she did an interview where she's like cool and living with it and like being the shit. Like yeah. she just seems like a really awesome
2: Person. Yeah, I'm following her on Instagram. Like, yeah, she, she's rocking that cane. She's the best. Yeah, like, yeah I follow her as well. She seems like a
1: cool, yeah. like, I don't know, just seems like a cool chick. And, yeah. yeah, and
2: she has a cameo in the Netflix version of um, Lost in Space. Oh, cool. Where she huh. plays Parker Posey's sister. Cool. That's, and I'm a big fan of both, so seeing them together and being sisters, I was just like, this is my mind caving on fun. itself. It was so good. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Awesome.
1: Yeah, so like that. Uh I mean, (laughs) what about you, Dave? You got something. Uh,
2: I
0: love all these suggestions. Uh, (laughs) These are very good ones this week. Uh, My big one, I think, is because... It, it tackles a thing of like, I think proves that you can have a lead character be the entry point, it doesn't mm-hmm. and not mm-hmm. be soft and have great pain point of views. It also is something that I think the female characters unfortunately are just devices. <laughs> yeah, uh, which we need less less, less less of. and but I love it because it's in a supernatural crazy world. If you haven't seen it, go check out Kurt Russell in Big Trouble and Little Jack. <laughs> that is a fun movie. Yes. And I think that's what I would, I have to agree. Hellboy is a fun movie. Yeah. And I think Big Trouble is definingly like when a movie can have flaws and, but still just be even enjoyable to I watch. I was
2: waiting for it to get racist. It didn't. I, was... I mean,
0: luckily, yeah, it doesn't get racist yeah. other than maybe your villain is a Fu Manchu, but right. like. They're not like...
2: But he's also... He turns into a giant ball, so... Yeah.
0: And also... Mm-hmm. He's many
1: things. He's... Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a
0: ghost.
2: <laughs> like, you don't <laughs> I, notice the Fu Manchu because he's turning into a he's ball. He's electric. I, I, <laughs> I love how
4: much people love the original. I would really be open for a... For just a new take on it. Like, for like for some really great filmmakers to come to come around and be like, here's what we think it is and have yeah. it be really cool. Yeah. I would cool. I think if Same. they got the blessing from uh, Carpenter, that
0: would yeah, be Yeah. Awesome. That'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I would 100%. percent would be really cool. <laughs> cool. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listeners, you can follow us on Instagram at Ah Crap, a Hellboy podcast. Twitter, Ah Crap, Hellboy. You can subscribe, rate, and review on all your platforms, especially Apple Podcasts. And remember, if you give us a five-star review and... It starts with the word "boom." We will give you a shout out and read review right here on the show. <laughs> so go ahead and do that. But before we leave, we got one more thing to do. Kate, real quick, give this audience their hashtag right hand of draw prompt.
1: Okay, so I'm just gonna say, draw any of your favorite Guillermo version of this universe character. Like draw Ooh. that version of this of the characters, and yeah. So it could be, I mean, not. Jeffrey Tambor. Uh yeah. Like uh, a Blue, Blue Fire Liz or like uh, you know, Harry Abe, guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like Claire? Claire. yeah, It was yeah, yeah. Clay. John Myers. <laughs> yeah, my fave. <babe. laughs> yeah, the absolute fave. I would love him. He was LD. on all the Slurpee Cups.
0: Everybody did John Myers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the kid on the
1: roof. Yeah,
2: right. <laughs> Cookies and milk boy I would draw the kid on the roof. Yeah. He had yes. interesting hair. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
4: I'll draw one rotten egg.
1: Yeah, one rotten egg. <laughs> oh, that's fun. These are, are fun excellent details. Suggestions. Yeah, go ahead and draw and use the hashtag right hand of draw, and we'll yeah we'll show off your art to everybody, and hopefully you get some followers out of it. And thank you so much for participating in it so far. I love it. I love your
0: art. Thank you, Connie and Hector. Do you want to do any plugs? Do you have anything you want to tell the listeners how they can find you more?
2: Uh, You can find me on Twitter at thatconnieshin and also on my podcast, the Indie Darlings podcast, also on Campfire Media. Yeah, check it out. Yeah, it's delightful.
4: Ooh. Check me out on the internet at Hector is Funny. Uh, subscribe to the uh, 500 Greatest Films podcast. Mark Dave was a guest. And I'll be returning in the future. Yeah, you will. Yeah. What are you coming back for? Iron been? Man. Oh, really? Yeah, that's oh, a perfect you... yeah, I love that you right. forgot already. That's right. That's, I did. It's, <laughs> yeah, that's, it's great. Great podcast, great movie podcast. Me and a friend have great guests on every week to we'll talk about a random movie off of this crazy list. And then also check out episodes of the TV show El Rey Nation on the El Rey Network, Thursday nights, 1030 Eastern, 730 Pacific. Check your local listings. Thank you so much. Thank you
0: both again for coming on. It was a wonderful day with you. I said day like we've been here for 12 hours. It's close. Something like that. (laughs) Yeah, but definitely. uh, But we've had a great time. Thank you both. Thank you, listeners, uh, for joining us. And remember,
1: we love you.
0: We are going to tackle today and discuss the Hellboy movie from 2014. The nope, first from one From 2004 <laughs> Did I say 2014 yeah, You just did Yeah I'm gonna take that again <laughs> yeah. uh, And this will probably end up in, As an easter egg Sorry,
2: Oh my god I don't know awful.
0: why I said that
2: Yeah I was like Wait did I watch the wrong movie no, Holy they,
4: shit There's <laughs> no 2014 It's cause we're used to saying 20 blank You're now. right I think so, so. Great So uh, From 2004
2: TMZ E MTV Refinery29 what do all these companies have in common? They bring you celebrity news, and they didn't hire me. You know I had to do it to them. That's what I bring to you, Extra Extra, on Campfire Media Podcasting Network. Extra Extra is a hot buffet of all the delicious celebrity news and gossip you want and need. According to me, because my opinion is the only one that matters, obviously. Tune in every Tuesday as my guest and I share our unwanted and unfiltered opinions on all your favorite celebs. No celeb is safe. I'm looking at you,
4: Mila Kunis. Listen now, wherever you listen to
2: podcasts.
3: Campfire.